0: Alrighty. so we have two guests this time. So who's doing the intro? I, I, we
1: haven't we haven't had an intro from our original producer for a while. Let's uh, let's get our let's let's get the man, the myth, the legend, uh, Mister Eclipse seventy five. Give us give us an intro there. Well, um, is this going to be the last PlayStation chat?
0: It, it, believe so yeah it, yeah okay, I think so. it
2: is
1: okay so so next week we're gonna work on uh, discord audio mm-hmm. but uh, for this week we're finishing off the second part uh, of what we were talking about yes or no last week or you were doing Ada one today right
0: yeah so yes, this, doing this, this part two of, last week. of the black armory yeah. and Ada one yeah,
1: yeah okay so, welcome to the, episode 11 of Myths and Stories with our hosts, Mythborn and Zorealis. Take it away.
0: Well, so... No,
1: no, no. No, no, no. I've got to start no? this one.
0: All right, you so, go ahead. Just so,
1: just so everyone knows, DeLorean Motor Company <laughs> has four headquarters. <laughs> Actually looked it up. There are only four now. There's there's one in California, one in Florida, one in Texas, and one in Crystal Lake, Illinois. Uh, oh, so, Illinois. Okay. I, Illinois. So I'm, it is right outside of Chicago. Um, but yeah, they they, they I want to say it was in 2019. They put in a uh, a request to do a short production of uh, of legal cars because they have all the parts to them. They just can't legally build them because there's so many regulations and all this other stuff that they have to go through. Um, But they had, from the last time I heard, it was kind of caught up in the uh, political game or the 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 politics of you know, hey, we need to get a patent for this and a and a and a approval for that and da 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 da. da. And so now it's just kind of been in limbo for the last like three or four years. Um, of of brand new. <laughs> this is gonna sound weird. Brand new 1987 twenty twenty one DeLoreans.
0: That is a statement I can honestly say I never expected to hear.
1: Because all the uh, parts, they're all they're all brand new parts. They've never been used. They they've just they've just sat.
0: They've just they've, sat and rusted.
1: They have not rusted. Because remember, stainless steel doesn't <laughs> all rust.
0: Right, all right,
1: yeah. uh-huh. But yes, they do want to get new plastics and stuff like that. Which leads us to our episode today part two of one legacy since we're talking about legacy things right like the DeLorean is like a legacy thing for car people
0: um man that that was that was some segue tell me that
1: wasn't a segue that was a beautiful segue that was that was, that was like a man on a segue riding a segue
0: our another segue. Uh, our bonus episode tonight is carfax and it's at the beginning <laughs> instead of the end i'm an idiot (laughs) you heard it here first uh
1: uh so so this is this is part two of uh of ada's ada one's legacy um uh and the the kind of the history of the forges and last week we we talked a lot about um uh we kind of went through the 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 storyline of the forges uh as just a quick recap um where the the three uh three women that founded the forges uh and I kept saying Hin- Henrietta, and then I think halfway through, like at the beginning of the episode, we said it right. It was Henriette, and then like halfway through, we started mixing it up with Henrietta and Henriette. And so then even even Miss I believe like, that Henriette. We we were both just like like we'd say it one way one time. Is Henriette is is the I, I would think is the 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 original like idealist for this thing mm-hmm. who teamed up with uh, um, uh, Helga uh, Rasmussen and, uh, Yuki, uh, Saito, uh, to create the forges, uh, or the, the, the ideal of the forges, um, and then it, it has evolved rapidly since the, since the original, um, conceptual ideal of it, uh, into what it, what it became, uh, we, we got to see them through the collapse, uh, and, and that's actually kind of where we, where we ended last time was, uh, Um, we, we had gone through the collapse, uh, the three, the, the three had become, so Henry, uh, um, also had a daughter, uh, who, uh, we, we believe died, uh, um, and we, we talked about that last episode, Mm -hmm. uh, and, and. During the collapse, the, where the darkness was trying to get into the to get into the bunkers where they had locked themselves down at, Helga Helga died in one of the battles, uh, and then so it was, it was basically um, they they also had an EXO with them, which was just a an odd thing for them because they were very much anti EXO, uh, except Helga had worked for Clovis Bray, and so so she had brought the Helga the the EXO ideas over, but uh, there was basically the three of them was all that was left uh, was uh, Yuki, uh, Henriette, uh, and the EXO, And as they're, as they're traveling, they come across, uh, a group of Risen, uh, some of the first Risen, which as we've talked about before, the original Risen were freaking ruthless. Mm-hmm. They were brutal. They were, they were bad for, for any, for like, any, it, it's funny when we talk, every time we talk about the light and the dark and stuff like that, we always talk, I say we, a lot of people have always talked about the light being inherently good or, or, the darkness being inherently bad. And in, in this instance, these risen are bad. They are genuinely horrible people. They have no memory of their prior lives. They know they can't die and they know they have special abilities that they can use to kill other things and so they go they constantly go on rampages and and they are they are actively chasing down these these three um well these two people and, and, a, and a robot um and at when we last left them uh they had caught up with them and uh they're asking for uh uh a, a device called the obsidian accelerator right is that the
0: yep that's correct you know,
1: the, the obsidian accelerator was the device they were looking for which was basically the the exo was was using this as a almost as like a mobile forge because um, she mm-hmm. was doing things with weapons that i mean they they nobody could nobody could stop this group of 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 wanderers is what i'm going to call them because uh, they, they truly are kind of listless list wandering around trying to figure out which which way to go yep um and at at the very end of that um is that very tragic scene uh as played out in both uh one of the lore cards from the black armory papers uh from the view of Henriette uh and on the lore tab of uh Isnagi's burden from the view of Yuki, where the risen comes up they 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 he's like hand it over, and Yuki reaches into her backpack, lures him in, and pulls the pin-on grenade, and pulls out a grenade and blows everyone up. Uh, to where now, it is just uh, Henriette and the Exo. That is that is all that is left. It, essentially, that is all that's left of the original, the, the entire forges. Like, there, there's mm-hmm. no... There's no company. There's no people. There's th- That is it. This EXO and Henriette.
0: Yeah, because um, when they survived the collapse in uh, the collapse in their bunker, uh, those that survived in that bunker, uh, I think they they numbered them as five, and then the EXO, yeah. and then when they were originally attacked by the risen. Um, the risen killed all of them except for the EXO, Henriette, and Yuki. And then Yuki sacrificed herself to to allow for Henriette and the EXO to escape. Um, so the Black Armory now consists of two people, or or a person and an EXO, I suppose. Um, and <clears throat> so that's kind of the the somber note that we start on this evening. Um, is immediately following that, that sacrifice made by, by Yuki. Uh, and <clears throat> Henriette and the XO are able to escape, uh, but they also know that the people that are following them have, as they described them, drones that have the ability to, to bring them back. So they know that they are not safe uh, long-term
1: they they know they've escaped this one incident mm-hmm. but but even then it's 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 a fleeting it, cuz and i i was just looking through the entries just now uh so the entry that we that we end on um where where this this tragic accident does happen is entry number 108 uh and then of course the next entry it's it's all it's entry 109 and it's all it's just two like two or three sentences mm-hmm. 3 days later still numb unbearable it's just me and her now uh henriette talking about herself and the XO, uh and then and then even even after that it's literally like they 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 realize that this world is completely different because they spend the night under the wing of a crashed jet they re- she starts realizing that she hasn't seen a single plane in the sky since they set out that this whole journey was for them because they're right now they're they they started off somewhere in europe um mm-hmm. I, I personally believe like northern france uh, because they idea that would idea, make sense yeah henriette 's idea was was to get to an airport and get to an island to get to um to get somewhere to like as the collapse is happening and 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 even through the collapse and and through this written area their whole their whole plan is to get to this airport, get on a plane and get to either and i think they said sicily was was one of the islands that they named um
0: i uh, i i didn't note them down um but it, i think it was no, you i think it, no. was,
1: it was sicily or, or corsica was one of the islands that they named and i don't remember which one but uh, that was their whole goal was like we need to get somewhere safe and, and, and an island to them is like the safest thing like yeah it's... so that's 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 where that's where we're at now in this story is uh and and straight she even says this is not the world i knew this is this is not nothing about this world is anything that I that I knew. This is a whole new world, a whole new chapter in humanity now, and and Henrietta is realizing that now.
0: Yeah. Um. So <clears throat> I say I uh, the next entry that I have listed here as one. Um. To pick back up on is entry one sixteen. Uh, <clears throat> and. Um, again, just kind of shows the, the mindset that they are both in at this time, especially Henriette. Um, she says there's so much of this world that she doesn't understand, she being the EXO in this case. And so much I want to tell her, but I just can't. Not right now. Yuki's death has weighed on us both, yet she still retains an innocence. I'm trying so very hard not to ruin that. I. Uh, <clears throat> so she's still traveling with the exo and the exo seems to understand you know at least the the permanence of death but it's unclear that the whole she still retains her innocence unclear how much she understands about you know the the actual cycle of life and death and and whatnot. Um,
1: or or even just just the world in general yeah very much so this this exo is like new newly born for the most part like and we try we tried to figure out a timeline with these entries even if these entries like we think in the beginning that these entries maybe started off as like once a month or something like that Mm -hmm. and now these entries are coming like once a week or even once a day like this exo is from like entry like 90-something, maybe 80-something, 70-something.
0: Yeah, so... And, and we're
1: only on 116, so we're talking...
0: Maybe, maybe a month.
1: Maybe a month, maybe two. Yeah. Like, it, it, this is a very young Exo, and the only Exo that was not created in the Deep Stone Crypt.
0: Yes. Um, was created... And again, we said this last time, but just to really emphasize the... Genius and technological accomplishments of the Black Armory and the founders in particular. They created this exo using only, you know, possibly some borrowed Braytech technology, but other than that, just their own, you know, their own minds. They didn't have a Braytech engineer other than Helga's experience. Uh, and Helga wasn't even around at the time that they were actually doing the process of of yep. getting the EXO up and running. Um, <clears throat> so they and they did at least a portion of that process and uh in a mobile lab of some sort. That's
1: Right, I forgot about that. Like it started off in the bunker, and they were like, "We gotta leave." We, they
0: had to leave. Yeah,
1: and and did the rest of it on the on the trucks.
0: So it just everything about the birth of this EXO is incredible by anyone's standards absolutely um so yeah so Henriette's still very much being weighed down by yuki's death uh the exo having um not really understanding a whole lot of what's going on uh and this this one in particular was kind of an interesting uh an interesting point also in in 116 says we came across the remains of a petrol burning car in the forest. And she asked if it could still be alive. I had to explain that it was never alive. Those machines had no souls. I instantly regretted saying that because it only led to more painful inquiries. I told her I had a headache and I needed some quiet.
1: That, that lot that it, she asked if it could still be alive. Like, that's sh- where that, in a sense to me, like she mm-hmm. really, this Exo is, for all intents and purposes, a child.
0: Yes, absolutely. Uh, And it, it's a very kind of childlike logic to go, yeah. well, well, that thing is made out of parts that are kind of similar to me. You know, be, <laughs> I know, being the, thought of it like that. Being the that's... robot that an Exo is, like, I yeah. wonder if... You know, I wonder if it is okay. You know, like can, can
1: it come back to life? Can it, can we revive it? Like, yeah, I never even thought of it from that point of view, but that's exactly. I mean, that that's yeah, that's it right there.
0: You know, it, I I equate that kind of to, yeah, you know, the a little kid finding a, um, you know, a, a rabbit or a bird or, or something that has passed away out in the wilderness and asking their parents like, what, you know, what happened? Can we help it? Kind of kind of thing yeah yep um so yeah uh so let's say there are a couple of other entries here um that i didn't write down but i do have in front of me uh and i i noted this uh the location that they're going to is listed here uh as corsica yep and it says they are specifically trying to travel south to the mediterranean sea
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, even if it means going through the Alps. So I think we're pretty on point with location. Um, but so the next...
1: I, I personally don't know where the Alps run from and to. so it, I hope
0: that Northern <laughs> Italy
1: has Alps in it. And if, and if Miz and I are completely wrong in our location, <laughs> please, all of our EU friends that play Destiny and listen to this, because we know there's thousands of you out there, <laughs> Please yes. correct us and let us know that we are wrong in stating where the Alps are.
0: Yes, there's a reason neither of our jobs rely on geography. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> um, so, I say there's a couple of entries here that aren't maybe directly important to advancing the story of these two, but I think are still kind of interesting little uh windows into what's going on and, and their um kind of how they're processing things. So the one of them being entry one twenty three, uh where they come upon an amusement park. Uh and specifically amusement park that Henriette is familiar with. And it's. uh, she goes on to say, Nostalgia overcame me today. We came upon an amusement park I used to love, back before all of this. But now nature had begun to lay claim to this place. Fortunately, I could still describe most of it in detail. I showed her where I liked to eat, where I rested my weary feet, and even a petting zoo where I'd appreciate the beauty of exotic animals i started to tell her stories about when i was here with my family but a scratch in my throat made me stop i suppose these wounds are still bleeding so she's coming upon and and it's it's another thing we have to remember like the collapse the the event that was the collapse the event that ended civilization um happened maybe 60 days ago you know maybe a little more um but it's a very very kind of recent apocalypse um or at least we're led to believe that uh i do find it interesting this is entry 123 and she's saying but now nature had begun to lay claim to this place now we don't know how much. Like maybe just grass is starting to grow through the concrete kind of thing.
2: Sure.
0: Um but it, it makes it sound like maybe there's been a bit more time than what we originally thought that has happened between, you know, this being abandoned and things being able to grow.
1: So I I have a I have a couple of thoughts on this myself. Uh my first thought is the, the the site of this amusement park in my head is like um, uh, the city outside Chernobyl. Right? Mm. There's, I, I can't remember the name of the city. Uh, and Chernobyl may be the name of the city. I, I don't remember. Uh, but when back in, you know, was it, 80, 88, 89, 87? Uh, when Chernobyl uh, had its major meltdown. Uh, the, there's a city outside of it that's been used in several video games. Uh, one of them being Uh, One of the, one of the call duties. Um, And, and in that, in the, in that city, there's a Ferris wheel and an amusement park and it is just abandoned city. Like it, it is Mm -hmm. like, because of the radiation from the nuclear reactor that, that did go into meltdown uh, the, the whole area is just like a a non-inhabitable, inhabitable inhabitable zone. Um, And so in my head, I think of this amusement park the same way. It's this very much apocalyptic, overrun, like stuff like that. E- Even if it is sixty days, like like let's let's if if we can try to pin down a, a timeline here, we also know that uh, humans of the golden age uh, live for a very long time, at least three hundred years. Yep. We don't know the age of Henriette when she starts the foundry. We don't Very know how true. long the foundry has been up and running since the start of it to the collapse, and then through the collapse. We don't know even even here. We're we're guessing it at, at 60 days or so. Maybe maybe if we're really pushing it, three months max. Like I I, I don't even think it's that. I, I think we are closer to that 60 day mark. Mm-hmm. Um, and and like even 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 me picking weeds out of my backyard I I've, I've got a, a little area that has rocks and stuff and I usually kind of I kind of let it go every 2 or 3 months before I get busy picking weeds out of it and even after 2 or 3 months like weeds will overtake it like it's
0: oh yeah they're nasty little buggers if you let them, let them go for too long
1: so yeah. that's that's where I that's where I think of something like this like it nature nature doesn't necessarily have to mean like completely you know like a whole tree is grown through a ferris wheel but you know the whole thing could totally be over with weeds and tall grass and stuff like that so i mean that's to, to think of nature overriding it that's what i think more of like the the weeds and tall grass and stuff like that has kind of taken over like like maybe leaves Mm, excuse me, maybe leaves from the trees are starting to pile up in, in, in corners where they would have like, uh, like wind drifts, Mm -hmm. uh, right. Because there's nobody there to rake the leaves or anything like that. So that's, that's more, that's more what I think of, uh, when I, when I think of like nature taking over this place. So, but the fact that the fact that most of it is still recognizable, still leaves it kind of in that, that like very recent, uh, post-apocalyptic state. Is, is
0: what I yes. think. Yes. Uh, so, in, uh, f- what what my mind goes to when I read that, as far as the vibe, I know maybe visually I think your, your reference is more on the right track. But as far as the like, I don't know if desolate is the right word, but like abandoned vibe, um, if anyone if anyone that's listening, or, or Zora, I don't know that if you have either, uh, has played the game Near Autonomous. Uh, oh, or near near Automata, excuse me. Um, there is a uh, kind of carnival town uh, that's in that game. That uh, you know that game takes place um, many 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 years after humanity has left left planet Earth, um, and it's that's It's kind of the vibe of like ev- you can see how everything used to be like you can envision uh all of all of these amusement rides and, and this park and whatnot um how it was once upon a time but it's just kind of desolate and abandoned enough to feel like to to go go into the the side of like creepy a little bit yeah um yeah so yeah
1: i was i was i was also thinking like like when you when you mentioned when you said near and and mentioned you know future then i started thinking of of horizon you know where, where like yeah. you were mm-hmm. like but i i think i think horizon is like an extreme level of, of
0: yeah degradation
1: That's... whereas i don't think this amusement park is to that level yet
0: <laughs> yeah i don't i think we're going right there um But yeah, so going beyond the amusement park. uh, But it was that little moment of Henriette going, you know, kind of reminiscing on how things used to be. And that brought her mind around to her family, which made her uh, very quickly kind of like shut down. Um, You know, she didn't want to think about her family. She didn't want to equate her current situation to to her family. Um, And so then that brings us to entry 142. Uh, which, I think has some really interesting symbolism to it, um, mm-hmm. especially considering what the symbols of the black armory are, and specifically Henrietta's symbol, or Henriette's symbol. Um, <clears throat> so she says, "My head has been down as I walk through this new world with such an inquisitive young soul. Her gaze is often to the sky, and today we were rewarded with our first living creature in a while, a butterfly. She was lost in its beauty. The wings fluttered past her bright eyes, and this wreck of a world fell away. It reminded me of Hugo's Veranovo. Reciting poetry in this devastated world felt cathartic. Uh, so I actually have the Vernovo poem up. Uh, it is very long, so I'm not going to read it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was going to say, if we, get, if we get a poetry reading tonight, and I end up in tears again, this is, this is, this is, um, this is, this is some BS,
0: man. say <laughs> my my very, uh, uh, so novo as far as I can tell, means Genesis of the Butterfly. Um... Which is you are going to make me cry, aren't you? Which is why it likely uh, reminded her of of this. Uh, Like I said, I'm not going to read it. I will leave that for you guys to (laughs) to do on your own time. Um, But it is
1: you're either going to make me cry or you're going to make me buy you
0: dinner. (laughs) Uh, But it is kind of a um, a lament of the uh of, of the inevitable change um, there he uh Hugo I, I assume uh, references kind of the the changing of seasons to um, changes that ha- that happen in life uh, and and you know more or less the fact that um the uh the the change which is represented by the butterfly in, in his poem, uh, as, as best I can tell from my, my skimmed interpretation, uh, is that this butterfly is kind of going, floating through the seasons, watching things, uh, change and, and being, uh, kind of being herald of that change. Uh, and Henriette's, uh, symbol in the black armory is the symbol of the butterfly. So just a little bit of uh, of symbolism there and, and how that in particular probably means something special to her in particular. Uh, she goes on to say, I told her, the Exo, that she has so much in common with this beautiful winged creature. Butterflies start as so much less and make themselves something more. Perhaps if either of us had any tears, we would have cried. So, again, she uh, is equating the Exo to this butterfly. Starting is something very, very simple. Um, I don't know if weak is the right term, but vulnerable, maybe. I think, uh, I think
1: vulnerable is a better... Vulnerable and innocent. Like Those, those are the yes. two terms that keep coming to mind for me.
0: Yeah. And is expecting or, or hoping that she... The, that this Exo evolves to become much more. Yeah. Uh, so then that brings us to entry 143.
1: Well, re- real quick, before you jump to that one, mm-hmm. uh, this, this is also, again, we have no no timeline as far as when this particular entry is, but uh, I went ahead and pulled up uh, uh, Le Monarch the Bow, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and its, its entry uh, talks about how they... They're sitting together in the distance, or they're sitting together and stare out in the distance at the mountains. Uh, there's, there's, there are still vibrant parts of the world, and we must not forget them. To fill her mind with them is to make her human, to connect her to the world before. Uh, and then a, a nearby flutter of butterflies uh, seeks their next batch of, of sustenance, knowing not what the world around them has become. She watches them; they're still new to her. A wayward butterfly from from the flutter lands on her arm she looks at it and then to me le monarch she says i nod and attempt to smile i watch her somehow she reminds me of it beautiful and dangerous all at once sadness washes over me i reach out and rub her back a fleeting moment of comfort for us both as the feel of her cold body against my hand caused me to pull away for a moment i forgot what she was there's an awkward silence i steal another glance at her simultaneously frightened and in awe of who and what she is, a product of my own twisted ambition and desperation, the monarch flies away, unlikely to be seen again. So even even as like to me, Henrietta, Henrietta, I did it again. Henriette is looking at this exo, and 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 like. there's such a connection there and and i we still haven't revealed it yet but
0: which i i do wonder um especially looking at these entries as we um as we go along uh do do we want to uh you know kind of do that reveal now so we can draw some parallels and conclusions to things or
1: I want to, I, I want to I hold off this. Okay. Soon. It's just a little bit okay. longer because it's, Ooh, it's like chef kiss savory. Nah. <laughs> I gotcha. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so, so for, for, for Henriette to that, that, that one part there where, where she reaches out to rub her, to rub her back, Henriette mm-hmm. to rub the exos back and, and like, as soon, like it, everything is just almost as almost as if, as if, like there's the world isn't the way it is, and as soon as her hand touches the cold steel, the cold body of the exo, that has no warmth, it's all machine. There's no flesh to it. There's there's, it, it it's like instantly brings her back to the present, and it mm-hmm. it like jars her. It's 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 a jarring thing to, to Henriette, which then I, the exo. I, I assume the exo kind of has that, Oh shit feeling, you know, like, <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, does, like, does the exo even know enough to know what was happening? Like, that's
1: what that's like, because this XO is so new and so innocent and so still learning everything. I mean, she thought that a car was alive,
0: right? She may how, not is how. Yeah.
1: Unprogressed she is, you know, like it's, it's, or un, not un, not un, underdeveloped mm-hmm. is is a is a good word to use there. Um, so yeah, that's a. It's man, oh right mm-hmm. in the field. Mm-hmm. All
0: right,
1: we'll keep going then.
0: Okay, so entry one we'll forty three. Uh, I thought I saw one of those small drones pass over us today. We were picking berries and watching out for more butterflies when I thought I caught a glimpse of the damned thing. I made her promise, no matter what happens, if they catch you, you must not trust them. Ever. Uh... Well, alright. I'm gonna have to put a pin in that and come back to it after (laughs) we... after we talk about some other things. Um... But I I think think that's important. The reveal is almost
1: there. Like, I... I... You know what? I'm. we're gonna have to at
0: this point. <laughs> um, well, we can we can make one reveal, but not another, I think. Okay. Uh, you make, so you make the reveal
1: that
0: you want to make. Yeah. So I think the the thing that maybe everyone has guessed at this point, uh, and if you haven't, how? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the EXO in question here that's being referred to is Ada One. Uh, she was. Project Niobe. So, if you remember from the Black Armory season, the Niobe Labs challenge, uh, Project Niobe was literally the creation of the EXO that we know as Eight Hundred One. A mobile
1: forge. A,
0: a mobile a... forge.
1: Like that's so, it's so important to know that that Eight Hundred One is designed and created from the ground up to be a mobile forge. All these other forges from from. Even as even as we saw them in season Forge and, and beyond, they were very much a stationary thing. Like you had to go to Bragocia, mm-hmm. you had to go to uh, GoFanon, like you had to go to these places. They you had to
0: go they, there and toss fucking batteries for days.
1: Right, like you had to you had to be there and do that. Like whereas Ada One is literally a mobile forge. She as she's as we're we're walking through all these all these entries and we talk about them coming up against risen and the risen are freaking out because they are severely undergunned because Ada is like like she's just picking up weapons and doing stuff to them and they are now infinitely better than whatever is is being shot at them from the other side.
0: Yeah, and that that's something we talked about before but I think is is important to make note of here again. Um the The weapon technology that the Black Armory created and was using, and so by extension, that Ada was turning stuff into, is superior to every single other piece of tech on the planet. Yeah, uh, better than anything Braytech ever made. Uh, I, arguably, I would I would guess better than any of the weapon technology that the Exodus green was kitted out with. I think so. Uh,
1: because the Exodus green, if if we, if we have that same conclusion of, of maybe humanity itself has been stripped of and not stripped Stripped makes it sound like, like it was taken away from us, but there was not really a need for weaponry. Whereas like maybe all of Clovis spray was in charge of weaponry or, mm-hmm. or stuff like that because of the Warsaw program. Uh, like every everything as far as weaponry that we can think of had to deal with Clovis Bray or, or had to deal with some sort of War Binder or Clovis Tech, and so that's where like these Boundary weapons are something completely different—a a direct, um, maybe not competitor, might not be the right word, but but definitely in some sense a competitor mm-hmm. to uh, Clovis Clovis Bray's tech, and yeah. like this this is what we need to keep humanity alive this is what we need to keep humanity safe
0: Yeah, Uh, Clovis was at least impressed with their technology enough to want to provide resources towards their goals likely with the intention of trying to steal as much of it as he could but that also kind of speaks to how amazing it must have been for Clovis to want it Um, but I think there's another important part here to to take note of so knowing now that the exo and that we've been talking about in the previous episode as well as here is a to one we can kind of inform ourselves a little bit about some of her personality traits as we have uh interacted with her through the game um now I'm most,
1: most notably that 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 one just now from entry 143. Yes. No matter what happens, if they catch you, you must not trust them ever. And and the very first scene from the the black armor, there's a there's a little cutscene that plays when when the the season of the forge started, and you got the little you got a little notice to go see eight to one. And as mm-hmm. soon as you get there, she's like, "Get the hell out of my space!" Like. Yeah. You need to leave. Like she straight up hates guardians.
0: Which alright. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna level here a little bit. I really enjoy everything around the Black Armory. I enjoy everything about the Black Army papers, I enjoy the weapons, I enjoy uh Ada One and her you know, everything that was done with her as far as the the voice performance, all of it. Great. However, rereading rereading through the the black armory papers in particular i really kind of have a problem with how they handled some of the narrative in that season surrounding her (laughs) uh so let's let's back up just a minute (laughs) and yes this is the start to a rant uh So, if we, right, if we back up right, just a right. second.
1: So, pause storytelling. Yeah, begin pause rant.
0: storytelling. Go begin ahead. rant. So, if we, if we back up just a second, the first experience Ada 1 ever had with anything close to what we now know as Guardians was them literally together. murdering everyone that she knew. Or, or everyone outside of Henriette that she knew, and trying to kill her.
1: Second interaction is Yuki killing herself to stop them from getting to her.
0: Yeah, so you have these two events for what is a a very close to like a newly born person in some regards uh and then to have the only surviving member of your crew sit you down and tell you you do not trust those things ever 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 you know and the, this this being the only person a, that's that's survived the person that's been a mentor the person that has like taught you about the world up to this point saying they are bad do not trust them and then Fast forward to Black Armory, where, yes, our first interaction with Ada is her saying, get the fuck out of my forge. And our second interaction with Ada is waving a magical card in her face and her going, oh, okay. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> well, well, first off, what the hell is she doing in the last city? Living yes. <laughs> around the Guardians and the giant wall. Like, what the hell? <laughs> what happened between and i think we're gonna get there i hope i hope we can get there we're gonna try to get from this point of do not trust them ever to okay maybe help them or have them do errands for you and maybe reignite the forges that are your legacy
0: yeah um and and i guess maybe that's the way that i'm going to choose to to headcanon my way (laughs) into making this work uh, if if I approach this from the perspective of uh, Ada was not trusting the Guardian, she was trusting Spider, who is the Guardian's sponsor, to go see her in the first place, and then <laughs> sees the opportunity to use Guardians as a tool to continue the work of the black armory (laughs) (laughs) but in reality narrative team a did not talk to narrative team b and (laughs) we and or it was a they just had to get something out and i understand people maybe not wanting to go through like a five-step story quest about earning ada's trust before they could get to the shiny new loot like i i get it from that perspective as well but
1: but to be Damn. fair, we did had to go through like a, like a four week thing. Cause I remember when the forges first came out, it was not like a, Hey, here's all the forges. Oh no, It was literally like we did one and we had one for like a week or two.
0: And you couldn't even do that one because most people were so far because un- it was, it, it was, was hard red. Uh, it was swords for if you were at pinnacle cap the season before i think
1: it was hard it was i remember i remember when when the forges first came out that i genuinely did not like the content Mm -hmm. i was i was like man this is crap these things are stupid hard there's no why would anyone want to make this hard on themselves and then you then like it's almost like it grew on you right like yeah the longer you did them the more fun they got and the crazier the loot got and it was like this is kind of well, neat.
0: Well, I think that was a big part of it. So I, 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 I gave the negative. I'll give a positive now. Uh, the, <laughs> the loot, the guns, especially from the black armory and everything surrounding the, the black armory season, um, uh, including the, uh, the raid that we got in the last city, um, which I keep wanting to say Scourge of the past but i know that
1: scourge,
0: no, of, scourge of the past all right i keep
1: yeah that's it.
0: i keep flip-flopping scourge and wrath of the machine because they're they're just one of so the same so to me in, in some ways
1: they're so uh, similar and and I, it, it, I we we know we know that Bungie is, is going to start bringing more raids forward from d1 i yes. do hope that wrath does make it into d2 because wrath unfortunately wrath was one of those ones that i only ever got to watch it happen
0: so oh I, I, wrath was so fun
1: i have only done the very first encounter you know where you pick the balls up and you take them to the thing and and you charge the thing and then it takes the shield down from the guy and you start shooting the guy Mm -hmm. i have only ever done that encounter i've never done anything past that like i've i've done kind of the jumping puzzle that's in between the walls right yeah and then the little secret chest in there never done anything past that so i'm i'm truly hoping that Wrath comes over uh, and, and we get to experience it in D2.
0: I really expect it will. Um, so veering, alright. Rant over, small bonus episode, then we're back on track. Uh, Yay!
1: <laughs>
0: so, so
1: Bonus episode number two!
0: <laughs> little, little, like, you know, predicting of the future here. Um, so, maybe a teaser, because we'll eventually make an episode out of everything. Rasputin knows about Hive Guardians. Rasputin is the one that directly controlled Siva. Hold
1: hold the hell up. Hold the hell up. You just dropped a bomb and just walked away from it, just like, hey, Rasputin knows about Hive Guardians. And then, like, you can't just.
0: You can't just. So, (laughs) alright. I I anticipated this. That's why this is a bonus episode. DRAM again. Uh, So (laughs) Rasputin knew, I shouldn't say knows about, knew about the possibility of Hive Guardians since the uh, Warmind expansion.
1: Why, where, and how? Uh,
0: It is on, I believe it is the gloves from the uh, Escalation Protocol. Um, And there is a line in there where Rasputin and I'm paraphrasing because it's not in front of me, but in Rasputin's little you know how he always uh, you know, does his you know, little code,
1: it up because it is in front of me <laughs> keep, uh, keep
0: talking, keep i don't talking. I don't remember if it's the gloves, it's definitely one of those armor pieces um where he's talking in in his little code, uh you know p i think it's like p twenty one uh genotype is uh suited to be um guardian and I forget what the word is because it's not in English um, Guardian something essentially what that translates to is uh, P21 or whatever that number was um, in other text seems to refer to the hive that's how Rasputin refers to the the race of the hive that's the like designator he's given them um, and the okay, you're
1: lucky because in game I can't pull up the there is no lore tab. Oh, there's good, no lore tab, good tab good for him. Tab
0: oh, okay, so, okay, okay. Let so me Let me see if I can find this here. Um,
1: that's, a, that's we're going we're going to hunt this down because you can't you cannot just <laughs> drop a bomb like that <laughs> and just walk away. That's not how that shit works.
0: <laughs> I thought everyone was up to date on this though. <laughs>
1: clearly, clearly. Little did y'all know this was going to become a Warmind episode rapidly. Um, um, okay, so that Yuga stuff doesn't have it. I'm not. Let me see if it's on the Hunter stuff,
0: maybe. Yeah, let's let's see here. I I know it's in here. I just gotta find it.
1: I like the only thing that I'm finding, at least in game, is the little white text underneath the underneath the uh uh like the. No, like it's the an
0: actual lore that. card.
1: Oh
2: well. Poo on me. Let me see if it's let me see if it's under
1: titans uh of course the lord knows I wouldn't have anything there and 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 all the all the little lore entries there that are that are as far as like the yuga the the what is this one the midnight midnight exigent uh for the titan and then the abhorrent imperative suit uh uh for the um hunter it all all I have here at least in game is the is the white text underneath and it 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 literally looks like just a jumble of
2: jumble. Did did we lose you, miss?
0: Yep. Okay. okay so well. uh no, no just just in mic there for a second um
1: yes you did Oops,
0: <laughs> uh so where i where i initially found reference to this was um on the destiny of the game subreddit okay and uh, so apparently if you take all of the warmind armor flavor text uh, it's it's encrypted and right. they went through and they decrypted this. And remember, this is all during season of the war Mine. This is not recent. Yep. They yep. decrypted this and what it decrypts into is um,
1: because now, now here's something very important about season of the war Mine, And, and this, this is this is kind of I, I, I don't know. I'm just going to throw all the information out there. Season of the war Mine was created by Vicarious Visions, right?
0: Correct. Yes.
1: And they they have a we, – we know that Bungie has a knack for puzzles. Vicarious Visions takes those puzzles and cranks them up to 11 because one of their puzzles was to find a <laughs> real-life javelin, a full-size – like we're talking a seven-foot-tall real javelin in our world, in like in the middle of Central Park type thing in, in a geocache from clues that we got in game like so it the fact that that this puzzle exists doesn't surprise me at all
0: yeah so when you take looking at
1: it it does look like just a jumble of letters yep like it's it's almost like you can almost see little messages in there that are very very close to full letters
0: yep so you can decrypt it and you end up with uh I'm not gonna read the whole thing because it's quite long, but I'm gonna read the relevant oh, yeah. bits regarding the this particular theory so uh, horizon event guardian proxy zemina likelihood high uh zemina apparently uh, translates to replacement so oh,
2: shit.
0: horizon event guardian proxy replacement likelihood high data gathered from genotype uh from genotype f52 genotype f52 uh people are are equating f52 to hive okay so um i don't know quite how they came to that conclusion without reading further here but Uh, It says genotype resilient to nullification, genotype data farming efficiency. um, Oh, increased data farming intrinsic to genotype. So I think this is why they think it's the hive because this is Rasputin literally saying why it's doing the escalation protocols because it's trying to study the hive. It's trying to test and study the hive. Uh, It says F52 genotype suitability for guardian replacement remains high. So, way back then, Rasputin. Jesus
1: Christ! Do you realize how long that that has been in game? And and we like, this is literally the first that I'm hearing of this. Like this is genuinely. It it was the
0: first first I had heard of it as well. Um, But yes, this
1: has literally been in game. Since <clears throat> Warmind, like we're talking, we're talking. So and and we we I know we don't need to remind all of our all of our listeners out there. The beginning of D two was kind of a dark time for Destiny. Yes. Like a lot of people took breaks, myself and my wife included, after the launch of D two because it was it was a really dry content. Like it was it was very very straightforward. Mm-hmm. Like once you collected one of every gun, that you were was done. it Yeah, you were li- you beat the game. And that continued on into Curse of Osiris, which was just before Warmind. Mm-hmm. And then when Warmind came out, and I I don't know if Vicarious Visions worked on Curse.
0: They did not as far as I remember. Um, I think Curse was High Moon Studios. Okay. So, uh, so which so is another Activision subsidiary.
1: Right. Which and So Vicarious came in and did... Uh, uh,
0: so VV did Warmind as well as uh the Raid Forsaken. Layers. And and they helped on Forsaken. They it was a joint project for it Forsaken. It was a joint project. Yeah. Okay. Between so, them and Bungie. Which, that,
1: which which again, that that that's a lot of storytelling there. That's a lot of mm-hmm. puzzling and a lot of like there there are so many there's so much good content that that came and genuinely Warmind was what kind of brought me back to Destiny was like that oh hey there's oh, yeah. these little puzzles now like let's go solve these puzzles and stuff and
0: no yeah, so that's i like... i think warmind was kind of the re-entry point for a lot of people I think um so. just because it it had such a yeah you know, the the told like cinematic story was kind of so so um yeah but everything around it like it but felt Escalation like Protocol the universe was, was really expanding. Escalation Protocol was a lot of fun. Like
1: you had reasons to and,
0: do it, and
1: that shit was hard. Like you, like, oh yeah, I think it was Light challenging. the map at the time was 400, and you had to be like 395. Yeah, like it was hard. Like you were you, and if you didn't have nine guys there, you were getting your shit rocked.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs>
1: it was genuinely hard, and it's it was it was. But to think that that a puzzle like that existed then. And, and so we're talking 2017, 2018.
0: Yeah. Something like and that. Which
1: queen is coming out 2022. Mm-hmm. So we're talking five years.
0: And that, that is just, a, a, I'm going to reiterate like I do every episode, the ability for Bungie and Vicarious Visions in this, in this case to leave breadcrumbs that like eventually all the dots connect is just, mind-boggling to me absolutely uh
1: it's that, it's that it's that little meme with the guy and he's like pointing to the wall and he's got his hand out and there's all these little lines and shit drawn everywhere i think it's from like parks and rec or something i don't remember what i think
0: wrong. uh i think always sunny maybe but
1: that, that's that's probably what it is but it's and he's like boom and that's what it is and so for mm-hmm. us it's like boom Hive guardians and that's all the little lines there points to hive guardians and we've we've it's been there the whole time uh-huh. we just never we just never looked at it Holy crap, man! So all right, so uh, now you can pick this train
0: back up and put it
1: back on the track. Yeah, so we covered I, five guardians in the middle of the legacy, <laughs> of Ada one in the boundary.
0: Funny how that happens. Uh, yeah, yeah, So like- gonna gonna very quickly roll through the point I was trying to get to. Uh, we never we never and that, off track
1: in this episode, in these episodes ever.
0: And that was Rasputin knows about knew about the potential for the events of Witch Queen, or you know, some of the, the events of Witch Queen. And Rasputin controlled SIVA, so it would not be outside of the realm of possibility if Rasputin is revived in the body of an XO, as we know Anna is trying to do, that SIVA could be on the plate again, which would then be a perfect opportunity to bring Wrath back in. And then Sora can get his Wrath run. Uh... You have no
1: idea. Like, the dots that you just connected there just blew my mind again. (laughs) Like, I'm literally, like, speechless again. Like, that's not even... That's not even that much of a stretch. Like that's, that could genuinely be a thing. Like we could we yep. could absolutely see a Siva season, in Witch Queen. All right, so here it is prediction. What is this? Eighty seven. I don't know what prediction we're we're only on episode eleven, so it can't be that many predictions. <laughs> but prediction number whatever, one of the seasons is going to be a Siva season.
0: I think that's probably a pretty safe prediction, honestly. Um... I'm gonna I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna credit that one to you, Miss.
0: But I really wanted to say it. I will take that credit and let you announce it to the to the masses. Uh, so, now to get back on this train we just dove off.
1: we just jumped off this track and just like yeah, free
0: <laughs> Uh Say, Fuck,
1: man. All right. so that just that just gives us out. more things
0: to talk about later um, oh God.
1: more episodes, more content
0: more content so i 'm going to return us back to the away from the war mine, back to these these two people, an exO and a human uh traveling through what is oh, right. left never trust them
1: never
2: trust
0: them. Never trust, the... them never trust guardians unless they have a magic card and they wave it in front of your face but uh <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then you're like okay come on in
0: yeah like oh okay uh <clears throat> you've been in the
1: tower this whole time and we haven't even out
0: right yeah, yeah. so yes back back to that uh we're gonna pick back up <laughs> on entry 144 The barrage of questions continues. She wants to know why she's special, why we needed her here, where she comes from. I still can't muster up the answers. I find it easier to bury my face in this journal or pretend to be asleep than to face her questions. We are still quite a ways from the shore. Uh, So uh, just enforcing that Ada... This this infant Ada at this point is is just wants to know everything, and is starting not only to question the world around her, but starting to question herself. Why yeah. am I here? Why, you know, I, it seems like maybe she. Why was I created? Like, what it, is my it, purpose? It's a, it's, a, it's a
1: very. So obviously, we we know that Exos are human conscien- consciousnesses. Put into a robotic body, so they're not AI. That like, like the Destiny mm-hmm. world, uh, even even up until uh, hell, even and we talked about this last time too. Even, even all the way up until uh, Beyond Light, like it was still very much like there was a lot of unknowns about the Exos. But
2: mm-hmm.
1: we 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 know that that they're they're conscious. It. So it's it's that question of what is my purpose is a very human thing.
0: Oh yeah, no. You know, I...
1: That's a that's a very non, like I, I I I, it's it's hard it's hard to talk about AI because with like the best we have right now is is um, is uh, IBM's Watson, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's like and and that was even that when I remember first learning about Watson and and him playing around Jeopardy with with. Ken Jennings and and I yeah. can't remember the other guy he played with, but uh, he smoked him. Oh yeah, Watson smoked the piss out of the two of them, like by a by a mile, by hundreds of miles, like and and but the, so so that was like the first, in my opinion, true real iteration of, of AI and 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 learning. But even then, like it's we still don't have a true understanding of AI, and we know like obviously guys like Elon Musk are like terrified of it, but. AI and human consciousness are, are so similar to each other in, in, in the way that they, or at least the way that I think they should interact that they very much could be considered almost the same thing.
0: Now I will, this is a bit of a a philosophical disagreement here. Um, but That's,
1: that's why we have this safe space.
0: Yes. Uh, I consider personally artificial intelligence is not equal to artificial sentience. Okay. Um, I, I think. I think, I, that. I think in the case of, say, like Watson, IBM's Watson. I think that is a good example of uh, at least a fledgling artificial intelligence. It sure. has the capacity to process a question and produce an answer, and for that answer to become more accurate over time by um, doing iterations of. Uh, like lookups or or discovering similar information, sure, but that does not equate a a entity that can think for itself about itself. That's, uh,
1: and that's that's the ultimate thing there that's that's the big like why like, mm-hmm. if, like that's 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 such a hard thing to define. And but but the fact that we're seeing this in Ada is is to me more more pointing her towards human consciousness. Yes, over, I w- over any type of AI.
0: I would say this is much more towards that sentience, having you know being sentient, having a sense of self, um, than than pure AI. And I, I also wonder if some of her question could be coming from you know since. Since her birth, uh, as ada to one, she has only ever experienced awful things. Right. Um. So Horrible this thing. this may be a question coming from like, why did you bring me into this? Yeah. Like yeah. why why did you create me into this? You know.
1: Less, less of a what is my purpose and why am I here?
0: Yeah. Uh. So. We go to entry 151. I tried to answer some of her questions about the black armory, about life before the end, about what I believed in, about what makes us who we are, about what makes her, who she is. If you don't know where you come from, how can you know who you are? Our past defines us more than we are willing to admit. All this, all that is lost, I'm telling her that she should care for it. Our past is precious and needs to be remembered. I tell her this realizing that I'm the one holding back. I'm the one keeping secrets. I'm the hypocrite. It stopped me from being able to even look at her. Someday, probably soon, she'll be the only life our legacy has left. Maybe one day I won't be such a coward. Maybe then. I'll tell her everything. So, Henriette is trying to answer some of these questions, and and is realize you know realizes that uh, Ada needs something. She she needs to know. Uh, she needs to know the past to know what she should find important and what she should. Look for in the future um you know how how do you know who you are if you don't know who you were kind of thing
1: yeah and and because of that like and and it's it's very much like like knowing the past to know what is important to continue that on to the future like that's that to me is, was a very a very real real part there that was that mm-hmm. was a like it I don't want to say that's what defines Ada and gives excuse me and gives her purpose, but that's almost answering the question why.
0: I, I think it does in a lot of ways, even if it wasn't meant to. When she was told this, uh, sure, and, and Henriette kind of, in my opinion, kind of selfishly uh, lays the job of protector of the past and the legacy that was the Black Armory on the shoulders of Ada at for lack of a better term a very impressionable age. Very impressionable point of her psyche development. Uh, And it's kind of instilled in her this responsibility of you know, you are the one to carry the mantle of the Black Armory into the future. And this is what we wanted that future to look like. Yeah, absolutely. Again, just throws some salt on the wound of like, here's a fancy card.
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where the hell Spider got this. I'm curious if Spider just found this card and just wanted to play head games with us.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, if I recall correctly, I believe the quest mentions that she has been she is the black market. She is Spider's black weapons market. I can, uh, see, that. I until, can see that. Because she did not have the capacity to do anything that the black armory wanted to do because all the forges were shut down until we came along. That's so right. she was just surviving by repairing and peddling uh you know the the weaponry that Spider sent to her, and then he would resell or do whatever he does with. Um, well, and
1: there's a there's an important thing in all of this too that we're going to touch on that comes later. So that's and mm-hmm. yes, absolutely yes. So, so I, I can see I can see Spider I can see her I can see it going both ways. I can see Spider just coming up with this this note just to fuck with us, to fuck with <laughs> Data. like that. That would I would not put it past Spider to do something like that.
0: Like, I would not either. Yeah,
1: he is genuinely like. I don't want to say like like true gangster, like he is but he's like he's definitely true mobster.
0: Oh he's he's like, a mob boss, hundred percent.
1: Absolutely, hundred percent mob boss. And so for him to create these little mind games just to just to screw with people is not underneath him. I could also see it going the other way of Ada finally getting to a point to where she's like, Hey, I'm starting to run out of supplies and materials and Genuine computing power. Like I, I'm, I'm reaching the end of my, my resources here. I need, I need to reconnect with these forges. Mm-hmm. I need to reconnect with the Black Armory itself. I know that's where I come from. I need to reconnect with it. And, and by having these, these forges online, that's going to help me. That will help me, a, produce more weaponry for Spider to keep, for, for her to keep herself going. Right. Like, because. Mm-hmm. I, the only reason, so, and these are kind of conclusions that that we're drawing right now. The only reason for her to be part of a black market is to have is to get some sort of benefit from it, right? Like, yeah. Typically, person A doesn't just go off and sell shit in a black market just for the fun of it, unless they're a psychopath. But maybe they do. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. Well, I'm not real privy on the black market of of today. So I I I would think that to take part in something like that you would you would you were doing it for some sort of benefit for yourself
0: so my my take on it because generally speaking if you're, if you're working in a black market of some sort the benefit at least if we draw parallels to any kind of you know current day black market quote unquote the benefit is almost always monetary right uh And maybe it's the same in this case. Maybe it was a case where it wasn't necessarily she's running out of resources. Maybe it was a spider was stringing her along with, oh, I know where um, some old forge tech is. If you do so many things for me, then I'll I'll loop you in on it. Or maybe it was purely just he was sending her materials and she was going to try and uh, reactivate a forge on her own at some point. You might be onto
1: something there. I I I genuinely enjoyed that idea. I want to enter. I'm going to entertain that idea because that that honestly makes the most sense. Because it, it's either money or information, yeah. right? Money or knowledge. Those are those are those are typically the the big driving forces for 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 being in there. And and if Ed, and Spider, being the squirmy little shit that he is, <laughs> would do something like that. He would have oh, information, and he'd be able to say, hey. I've got this thing that I know that I'll share with you if you provide me guns so I can sell them and make a profit mm-hmm. and then just never, never come along. So that could it, that could absolutely be something from Ada herself saying, hey, he has this information and he's not sharing. Come see me.
0: Yeah, because we, we know at this point – um, she does not have a relationship with Spider anymore, a business relationship or, or yeah. anything. Like she is kind of funded by the Vanguard at yeah. at the current point in Destiny's timeline. Um, and I guess if we if we follow that theory along, us showing up with a a membership card from Spider, um, c- it could also explain some of her, you know, re- I. I her uh willingness to hear us out because maybe in her eyes this is spider finally paying out like this is spider finally giving what he promised and it's in a package that she doesn't really want to deal with but this is the one chance kind of thing
1: (laughs) and i like that idea too coming from spider that way because that's the way spider would do it oh yeah squirmy little shit and he's like (laughs) i've got your information Right here, here's your guardian, and Ada's just like, God damn it, like really? Like that's the one thing you could choose in all of this that would piss me off and make me genuinely question uh-huh. doing it. Oh my god, why do you come up with literally the best ideas Into you, You come up with, every episode, and I say this every time, you come up with some of the greatest ideas ever. Of, of why things are the way they are like I question the piss out of everything like I why is this why is that and I try to come up with ideas and stuff like that but you you' you get these data points and you follow them through from from not just a a storytelling perspective but even like a personality perspective like what what would the person spider do like what would his personality do to get us to go to ADA what would ADA do in her personality of rejecting us or not wanting to do any, have anything to do with us like that it, it I'll, I love your mind.
0: <laughs> I, it I, works pretty well I, for me most days.
1: My <laughs> <laughs> wife well, says I can't marry your mind.
0: Oh, well. Um,
1: <laughs> oh, Marty thinks there's going to be a lot more than marry. Um, <laughs> but yes. Uh... <laughs> Let me let me go ahead and dig myself out of this hole right now with a segue. <laughs> Uh So 151 was all about uh, basically giving Ada a reason to go on, like yep. like why she's here. And and at 157, the next entry is kind of like a heartbreaking thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so they 157 we've we've arrived at the shoreline there's a small organized camp here unfortunately all that floats and some things that don't have already set to sea there will be no boating away from europe corsica is off the list for now I uh, so just kind of confirming that other people have had this idea uh, and for better or worse, we're able to get there before them, and there, there is no way to the island currently. Yep. Uh, 158, immediately after. I've had an anxiety attack. A woman with a drone has shown up at camp. She seems to be law and order here. She made a point of being impressed with our charged black armory weapons. Does she have good taste? Or does she know more than she lets on? We can't take the risk. We have to leave soon. So there's a Risen that is not immediately awful, at least, uh, who is kind of taken over as the, uh, the, the sheriff of this little camp, um, but does recognize Black Armory weaponry. Uh,
1: so I have, I have a couple of questions here obviously we don't have a name for this camp and we don't have a name for the risen that's here could this have been an iron lord
0: i don't know if the iron lords had established under that name at this point um we okay. don't we don't know like when they started calling themselves that um i know that there the earliest record i can think of of iron lords was um the drifter uh when he was first resurrected uh the town that he kind of pretended to be human in for a while or, or pretended to be mortal in for a while um had a, an interaction with iron lords uh but i don't know i i got this the sense that that was far enough after the collapse that the remnants of humanity had created little towns here and there. Okay, uh, so, let's, so let's I of a, think this after the this... the remnants
1: of a town and more of a... This is a newly created settlement type thing. Like, this, we, we basically... Everyone has abandoned everything around them and is huddled in their little masses together to try to yeah. stop from dying.
0: Yep. Um, I've read this... The Encampment—they've come up again, uh, up, uh, up across—is exactly that, like a, a refugee camp of people that have just made whatever shelter they can out of whatever they happen to have or could find. Um, and,
1: and and probably for the exact same reason why Henriette and Ada were traveling there—they wanted they wanted to get to the shore, yeah. they wanted to get mm-hmm. to an island to get away from everything, because like they like they were saying in the last entry, everything is gone. Like they're like. It, it, there is nothing left here. Like it, it is very much like people have come here thinking they could get across and have gotten here. Real. had the realization of, well, they've already done that. That was probably the first thing to go day one. So mm-hmm. I guess we're just going to stay here. Like there's no reason going back. Might as well right. stay here. We've already made a the journey here. We have everything we own on us. Like might as well.
0: Well, and from a strategic point of view, from a survival point of view, it makes a certain amount of sense. You know, uh, granted it's, it's not fresh water. Uh sure. but it, you can still fish. It's still sure. water that can be boiled to then, you know, produce fresh water. Like there are necessities that you couldn't necessarily find elsewhere on the shoreline. Sure. Um so it may it probably makes a lot of sense for those people to just to stay there. Um and maybe they're hoping that uh, a boat or something will happen to come by that they can hop on as well. Um,
1: but to make a, a a horrible joke here. But I I hope it's not a cruise liner with a drunk captain because it's near Italy. Is that, is that too soon? Is that is that too soon? That...
0: I, I'm I'm not gonna address that. I'm gonna leave that where it is. <laughs> is that
1: too I'm looking at my wife and she's like, she has this death look at me like you. Dumb 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 person
0: And yeah. now Eclipse's stream Is demonetized uh,
1: <laughs> Hey To be fair I didn't name any names I just said a Theoretical Cruise liner uh-huh. With a theoretical Drunk captain
0: I mean strange, I'm saying... Stranger things Have happened In the dark age this is true uh,
1: <laughs> Stranger things have happened in the current age
0: this, Or maybe this the same things have happened as well. uh, <laughs> But
1: uh, it, 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 as far as like, this, this, this Risen like, We have no idea who this is like, we, don't... Nope.
0: We, have, we have no name We have nothing to, to identify her by Just that it is a female Risen Who um, Happens to know Of Black Armory Weaponry uh now we we do know that black armory weaponry was distributed quite broadly uh, so it's right. it's very possible that being arisen she would not know the history of black armory weaponry, but very possible she's just come across it before in the field and you know realize that oh this stuff does a lot better than this random Kvostov uh hey. so <laughs>
1: My 1330 Gavastav will do some damage to you. No. Uh, it, and it's it's interesting that they made a note here that they say that she was impressed with our charged black armory weapons.
0: Yes. Uh...
1: Versus, versus a non-charged. So when, if, if we can take that in kind of a literal sense and we go look at uh, at the weapons of the black armory, um, I'm just going to go to the first one that I can think of, which is Spikeful Fang, of course. Uh, there is an extra slot. That you could um, apply Radiance to. Mm-hmm. Which would cause the weapon to have this, like, shimmer about it.
0: And, and who this... gave us that Radiance?
1: Exactly. Miss Ada One. Mm-hmm. So that's... So that's, it's very much like that... Having that... And that Radiance, all it did, as far as in-game, was gave us a dam- I think it was a 5% damage boost while using those weapons in the Black Armory Forges.
0: Yeah, while using them in the Forge. Yep. Yeah.
1: In the Forge. But like as far as a from a lore standpoint it literally made the weapon act and feel different and made it more powerful yes it actively made it a a more powerful version of itself and the only person person's a strong word there uh the only thing in existence that's that's a hard that it is an actual person like we like
0: Let's let's not get too philosophical because we've already gone off track before. We've already uh, been philosophical. off <laughs>
1: not a lot of stuff, but no. It, but you know, the only thing in existence at this point in time is this Exo Ada, who can make them do that. Like she's the only mm-hmm. thing in the world, in the universe, that can make these weapons do what they do.
0: Yep. Uh, so with that in mind, this. You know, weaponsmith, walking, war machine, armory. Uh, in 159, it says, Today, some young children and their parents asked if Ada, and they do name her in this card, asked mm-hmm. if Ada wouldn't mind holding their hands and talking to them. Apparently, this is their first encounter with an Exo. She takes to them with ease, makes them feel comfortable like it's nothing. Her innocence shines. She has such a good heart. She enjoys playing with the children. She's quite good at hide and seek, a skill I'm more than happy to let her hone. (laughs) The children love her playfulness. There are two other Exos in this camp, and the three of them have become fast friends. Seeing her experience others makes me realize that she deserves to be free of me, but I can't resolve to let her go. So such
1: a, such a, such a, it, it's it, very it,
0: bittersweet.
1: It is. It, this scene is just,
0: we, we have this moment I, of, of peace, this moment of levity.
1: She's yeah. playing with children
0: who are, uh, are, are very close in age as far as probably how they think to, to where she is now. Um, oh, sure.
1: As far as like, like, uh, uh maturity.
0: Right. Yep. Yeah. So, um, she's found uh people that that have probably very similar thought processes on things, and she has found uh other exos, other people that look like her, and you know are are made up of machinery like her, because she is not a, she has not met any other exos up till this point. Right. Um, this is, this is our
1: first interaction.
0: So it's it's probably very. Uh, you know, very Comfort. relieving, very comforting. Yeah. yeah, uh, to be in this camp right now for Ada, uh, and you know, Henriette sees this and and understands that, like, this is good for her. You know, if she if she could be free of of me, if if she didn't have to worry about me and and every all the baggage that comes with our relationship. Uh, then you know she could, she might be happier, but I, I can't, I can't just let go.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, for for better or worse, Henriette just can't let her go. But, uh, this
1: that that piece is very short lived. Very
0: short lived. Um, comes to to a a very sudden stop so entry 170 last night the peace of the refugee camp abruptly ended thunder and lightning reverberated in our ears the people with drones fought a battle in the camp against other people with drones she and i took this opportunity to escape by following the shoreline for a few miles i know why they're here i recognized one of them the man from before the one with the red drone, the one who killed Yuki. So, her her worst, you know, the, this is is her worst nightmare coming true. Absolutely. Uh, this this risen with this red drone that's been after Ada and her abilities through the Obsidian Accelerator has We've been. Seen
1: seen these abilities in action has fought Uh against these abilities in action multiple times has died multiple times to these abilities has now found them
0: yep has found them and is fighting to get to them uh and i I find it interesting here um not gonna not gonna diverge so i'm just gonna put this out there and not go too far into it I find it interesting. Here and in other places, we hear stories of risen fighting other risen. Right. Did they understand that you needed to take out each other's ghost to truly like defeat the other party, or is it just a you kill them and then the ghosts? stayed dematerialized until the bad guys went away and then they res their guardians or rezzed their risen there's so
1: much there's so uh, much unknown in that like there's genuinely a lot of unknown in that because we don't like obviously the ghosts we have of today that that are ghosts that we interact with and mm-hmm. and, and the vanguard and all that like those ghosts are have very much this this driven purpose like hey you're here to help the traveler we're here to help humanity we're here to help the last city whereas in this time We don't know what these, what the, like.
0: Right. I mean.
1: We don't know what the ghosts thought. We don't know how the ghosts interacted with people. We don't know how the people felt about their ghosts. Like, like, like when when Osiris lost Sagira,
0: it was a huge blow.
1: There is a, like, a loss of everything. And, like, and we've seen this as a physical manifestation for when Gaul trapped the traveler. And and our ghost kind of just fell to the ground, lifeless. Mm-hmm. And we literally like limped over. And again, when Zavala's ghost was mm-hmm. was put out of commission for for a few moments, and and the light was suppressed to him, he physically had, felt like it's 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 very much a a very 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 close bond in in our current day of of and of, our current interaction with ghosts. Whereas back then, I, I say back then as if I was like a year ago. You know, uh, but in the time of the risen, we don't know how that that interaction happens. I mean, the fact the fact that these ghosts—I I don't want to say—are allowing, but the fact that these ghosts are allowing these these things that they have risen to just fight each other and just say, yeah. "Screw it!" Like, why? How does one ghost not know that the other ghost is a ghost, and the both of them don't know each other's abilities? You know what I mean? Like, how? Right. How, like, why would they not? know that each other could just res the other guy and just, and just tell their person, like, hey, you can't kill him. Their ghost is just going to rez them. You're the same person.
0: So here's a fun thought. Um, oh,
1: shit. You, see? I, I, you're going to do it again.
0: The ghosts, at this point in time, being very close after the confrontation between the Traveler and the Darkness, the ghosts are essentially newborn as well we oh, we've always had the assumption that the ghosts are have known their purpose, have have known like what the traveler wants of them since their creation. Maybe they were just as clueless as the guardians. Maybe, maybe we
1: created what their purpose was.
0: Right, maybe just by nature of years and years and years of rhetoric and you know, the worship God of the traveler it. and and whatnot. They decided that that's what they were supposed to do. Uh-huh.
1: God damn it! Myth.
0: But newborn ghosts, if this theory holds true, you, newborn ghosts would wouldn't you, know any better than anyone else.
1: Would you mind uh, making an EXO that is that is very similar to yourself and just downloading your consciousness into it, and just let me borrow that for <laughs> an undisclosed amount of time, that's just. <laughs>
0: You figure out how to do that, and I will consider before saying no.
1: Oh, okay, cool, good, <laughs> good. At least, we, at least it's not a direct no. <laughs> you really do come up with like the the greatest theories on this. Like I, I've never even thought of it as like a newborn ghost, as, like a newborn EXO. But I mean, reading through these entries, we're we're truly seeing that. Like we're we're seeing that. Ghosts are are just as clueless as 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 I don't want to say clueless, just as as imma- immature,
0: undeveloped,
1: un- unde- underdeveloped. There you go. There's a word. Uh, as as Ada and 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 because they're all so very new, they're still trying to figure out their their purposes. I get like and and not and again, purposes is, is not really what it is. They're why, like, why am I here? Why am I a ghost? Why, why, why can I resurrect this thing? Why can I give it abilities? Why, why does it have abilities? Why does it like me? Why does? why does, why does, why are there others like me? You know, like it's, there's, there's a lot of similarities to be drawn there. And it's, and it's very intriguing to me.
0: Yeah. I, I think it all comes down to, we, we don't know for sure what, like how the ghosts get their mission and we don't know how ghosts uh decide who who they pick Mm -hmm. um we know that there's some kind of qualification because they scan a billion bodies before they find their their guardian um but we don't know what those qualifications are per se uh i mean if if we go back to all the way back to, to d2 vanilla uh, the only hint we get is from the speaker. Um, and and I'm trying to remember what his
1: <laughs> I, I speak for the traveler. I never said it spoke to me.
0: Well, that one, but the uh what was it? It was uh... <sighs> bravery oh, I inspires bravery devotion. Yeah. devotion leads to sacrifice.
1: Sacrifice leads to death, so go ahead and feel free to kill yourself. Yeah, that really, really dark line, <laughs> like, like probably the, like the whole time of Destiny One. There's nothing this dark in the game, and that is like to have that right out of the gate for D2. Like that was definitely Bungie saying we want to take this a little darker.
0: Is I want okay, everyone. Like, I want Snarky, speaker, okay back. <laughs> I want I snarky speaker back.
1: I want Snarky Speaker back. so do I like go? feel free to kill yourself. Like, that is... That is dark. But at the same time, like... Good on you, man. Like, yeah. Fuck the bad guy. Like, but... He's an asshole, and he's an asshole, and i say he's an asshole.
0: Oh, yeah. But if we take... If we take the first bit of that to be rooted in truth, or at least truth of the rhetoric of the Traveler, you know, bravery inspires devotion, devotion leads to sacrifice. Maybe that is the requirements. Maybe you just had to have been a, you know, have, have been a brave, had a brave personality and that brave personality led to devotion towards something other than yourself. And that (laughs) devotion is what led you to, you know your untimely death before being resurrected,
1: like Aldrin.
0: Like Aldrin. Um...
1: <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about this before, but the fact that every single guardian is driven—they have something inside them that follows them through to resurrection, that drives them forward. Everything about them is this. This. I. I am. I am le- i am I am just I don't want to say it's it, it's like that sum of, like the sum of the what is it the some of the parts or something is is greater or the whole is greater than the sum of the parts no, some of like the parts, that. yeah yeah, I, like that it's like that saying where like the the person that is driven – like they they are not in this for themselves. they know they are part of a greater purpose, a greater machine, a greater something that they are just flat out driven, and so then the ghost finds them and says, okay. You seem to be driven enough. Maybe you're driven enough to help my purpose. And to to kind of piggyback on that thought too, we know uh, we and we talked about this as well, the factions being the religious sects mm-hmm. of 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 the of the of the new world, right? Like the the new monarchy having having a very idealistic way about how how the 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 people of the city should be um not conducting their everyday business, but but kind of like that. Yeah. And, and then the future work cult of hey, we're we're looking past today. We're looking we're looking into the future so we can build a better tomorrow. And and then of course old dreary Mister Jaleel, <laughs> like oh everything is dead. Screw everything. Death. We
0: like, we want to get out of here. Uh, yeah.
1: Like that's and and then and then of course as the final. Uh, um, religious sect the vanguard mm-hmm. the speaker for the for the traveler the 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 people for the traveler saying hey here is this thing that is that is in this city it's it's we're here to protect it we're guarding it we we that's the whole reason we exist and so i think you're right there i think that there is i think that there's a lot there as far as like a how a guardian gets chosen uh, as as a as a guardian like what what a ghost looks for is as far as like prerequisites to be a guardian uh and 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 how that how that came how how that idea came about has just evolved since the ghosts have been released and now it's just become a less less of a known and Mm -hmm. and, and and more of a Evolved theory, I guess. Is a, is
0: a... So if, if we operate under the idea that maybe ghosts at first didn't have anything other than these requirements. Um
1: Ooh, you know, yeah, assume,
0: assuming those requirements are, are true. Right. And that, that was the only guidance they had to pick who was going to be their guardian, then yeah, you know, those requirements do not necessarily need to apply to a good person.
1: I was fixed to say, if you think about it, and this is this is kind of a bit of a stretch, someone who is there's no easy way to put this. A psychopath is very highly driven person. If a psychopath or to be brought back <laughs> has to guarding it
0: They would look a lot like a warlord.
1: They would look a lot like a warlord. (laughs) Like, they would be very barbaric. They would want to kill everything around. Like they, but they have the prerequisites. Mm -hmm. They are driven. They have. They have a. They 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 inherently think of themselves as being, you know, better than the sum of the parts type thing. Like it's
0: so i
1: that's 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 that is a very 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 interesting point to make there
0: so i would not be surprised if if we're operating under the assumption all this is is this theory is true i would not be surprised if the reason why a lot of the initial risen were the way they were uh is because they fit those requirements, but there was no context around those requirements yeah. until ghosts and, you know, people had been around long enough to decide what that context was. Uh, likely through the speaker, who is purely a, a you know, religious role, essentially. Um, so, yeah. So I'm, now, I,
1: again, and And now this is... This is purely me. This is just me being a little philosophical here. And 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 this is this is not to be taken in any bad way or good way or any way at all. This is just me being a little philosophical here. Religion as we know it today can be very dividing. It's it's hard it's in in these in in the times that we currently live in and even even before our our current time here. Like I mean, we're thinking all all the way back until before uh, back back before a d back in b c religious religion as a as as a thing was a very driving force and was very dividing. wars were fought over religion like this throughout history religion has been a very dividing thing, but in this sense, as the speaker being the religious speaker for the traveler. Mm-hmm. It is being used as a uniter, as a, as a. What I, I don't know. If there's a word. uniter is the best I can, come, I can come up with, but like to bring everyone together, to to have a central purpose in life. Of hey, there is no reason we're all we're all essentially immortal gods now. There is no reason for us. And here's a here's a kind of a fucky thought. What if this is this this is like their version of the afterlife? You know, what if being a guardian was at some point in time was interpreted as this is the afterlife, this is eternity.
0: Well, I I don't think that's necessarily wrong, but I do want to offer a different uh, viewpoint. All right. Um, so we know based on earlier in the Black Armory papers and last episode. We know that there were, during the Golden Age, religions built around the Traveler. Right. Now, if we assume that the religion that the the Speaker is a part of uh, stemmed from those Golden Age religions, uh, I think it's likely that the initial rhetoric around the Traveler preached by the Speaker... Uh, was probably not aimed at the guardians or the ghosts at all from no. at least initially it was aimed like at all of humanity. the general people of come gather under our protector
2: yeah.
0: uh, and then that message kind of disseminated into the, the good guardians the good risen that, that did come up the, the iron lords and such uh and then you know that that just that idea spread through to the different uh risen that remained and then to the the uh guardianless ghosts uh because we know that the ghosts regularly visited the city uh, or at least yeah. a, a large number of them would regularly visit the city in between you know going to other places to find find their their partners um and
1: and from just following Mica around.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, which absolutely like did just follow Micah around. Uh So I I don't think it's beyond the realm of of reasoning that the what was initially meant as a comfort for the remnants of humanity turned into the you know the the pledge of a guardian essentially.
1: Man I just I want your brain. I just I just want your brain. That's all I want.
0: That's why I co-host. I don't,
1: I don't I don't need the rest of you. I just need your brain. I want the rest of you. I just need your brain. No. Uh So so as far as as far as 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 Ada's story, man, we get, we get, we deep. do, we this, do. This is, this is, I love this. I absolutely love how deep we get into these, these thoughts and, and, and to try to equate them into something understandable or, or even, even debate them from a philosophical standpoint. Like I absolutely freaking love these, but
0: we got to finish. We, we, we got to we get to the end. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, let's reel it back in. Uh, we know that what, what God was talking about this in the first place, Risen are fighting Risen in this camp that Henriette and Ada are currently taking refuge in, which works to their advantage because they wanted to leave anyway. So they're kind of yep. using the chaos as a means to get the heck out. Yep. Um, so entry 171. We watched the camp burn from the cliffs. I saw the people with the drones fan out in all directions I could follow the paths they cut through the darkness by the flickering of their drone's light. There's no time for anything else, and despite her concerns, she has opened up to me. I'm removing the Obsidian Accelerator and sending her down the road. They can come and get it from me, not her. This is likely goodbye. So she has sent Ada away, but has removed the Obsidian Accelerator. Uh, to offer herself, kind of as the bargaining chip to give Ada time to escape. So we have we have one last entry. But Zora, was there something you were gonna say before that?
1: No, no, no. I just I've I've been drinking soda a lot tonight, so I'm drinking <laughs> a bunch. Gotcha. Uh, uh, but yeah, no. Uh, that that entry, like that that escape entry. Um, it, well, the 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 thought of like this this is goodbye like it, 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 it it's hard it's, yeah. it's like this this final entry is i i i'm assuming you're going to read this entire final entry in yes. Its entirety yes Because I am. this is there is there's is no way to paraphrase any of this or to, or to shorten it or to cut or do anything we're reading this final entry word for word so myth uh take it away
0: So this is called Final Entry in the Black Armory Papers, and it is written unlike the others. This is not a journal entry, per se. This is a a letter. Dear Adelaide, is how I took this to be said. Dear Adelaide, when those people and their drones found me alone at that deserted intersection they demanded to know where you were, I offered them the Obsidian Accelerator. I gave it freely. You promised you would leave me, and you did, but you never said how far you would go, did you? You stayed close enough to watch through a scope. As the man took aim at my head, I heard the shot and assumed I was dead. But it was him who was dead, not me. You were so far that none of us knew where to look. The second man winged me with one of our own weapons. He began to gloat about that, but another round from you shut him up. Two more thunderous shots, and their drones were as dead as they were. I saw the glare from your scope disappear, and I knew that you were heading away. I know you must feel guilty, but don't. It was I who wronged you. I grabbed the accelerator and got as far from the shouts of the aggressors as I could. They've been on my tail. By now, you're long gone, and I've led those people back inland. But I'm done running. The end of my story is close, as it probably should be. So I guess it's time I tell you a few things about, well, you. The end of your life should have followed its natural trajectory. I'm ashamed I changed it for selfish reasons. Does the name Adelaide bring you any flicker of recognition? It is your birth name and you heard it every day of your life until the day I sent you without your consent into a new world. You became Ada-1, when I robbed you of your end. I've loved you since before you were born, and in trying to give you everything, perhaps I've robbed you of a final human experience, a dignified death. I know I will not see you again. If you want to know about your past, know that you were born a second time in the Niobe labs. When you were wounded at the lab, and I saw you were losing your fight, I did what I always did when the chips were down. I created something, you, Ada One from what I had almost completely lost. I did it out of a fear of losing you forever. I charted the charted the course of your life and made decisions that were yours to make, not mine. I hope you find it in your heart to forgive me for that. I was naive, looked too often to the past. I just couldn't let any of it go. I never did have much respect for the natural order of things, and Helga, well she was the opposite of me. She only wanted to grow the armory, to see its full potential, and Yuki helped make that vision possible. The two of them spent as much time looking ahead as I did looking back. I realize now there's a balance to life. You look backward a little, you look forward a little. But most importantly, you live in the here and now. You appreciate what you have because you never know when it'll all be snatched away. Learn from our successes and our missteps. Be bold. Do not fear the future. Respect the past and never forget where you came from. And try never to fear death if you can help it. I know I don't anymore. You know what's funny? I never considered how lucky I was for the time we had together the envy of all mothers who ever lived. I got to love you twice so
1: holy shit man that final that final entry is
0: it's a doozy
1: it's like i mean i i I thought. Man, I thought Is burden's entry was like the one. I I mean this. They're both right up there. Like there's they're probably tied for number one as far as like all the feels. Like
0: so, this entry confirms uh, a second reveal that we've been skirting around throughout the entirety of both of these episodes, and that is that Ada one Adelaide. Was uh, as we talked about, exos are a human consciousness transferred into an exo body, they are not an artificial intelligence. And in this case, the human consciousness that was transferred was that of Henriette's daughter that was injured during the raid on the Black Armory uh, near the start of the collapse, and she did the only thing that she thought she could to preserve the life of her daughter and that was to turn her into the Exo that was Project Niobe Uh, and it also explains I think a lot of the uh, the innocence that is described as Ada having and Ada's ability to relate so well to other children because yep. um, although we don't know an age we do know that uh, at the time that this happened adelaide was a a child yep. uh presume we're we're assuming that's, like that's, you know, that's a that's, around sounds, 10. that's kind of a mind
1: mind-blowing thing too uh, to think of like this, this is a 9 ten 11 12 year old girl yep. who's now been put in the into a, a body of an EXO that is is, is I, I how it's 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 it like I, I, I can't comprehend that I genuinely can't comprehend that that thought just because of like all this to me the first the engineer in me is like well the mechanics of it you mm-hmm. you went from being four foot tall, uh, four foot tall, ninety pounds to being six foot tall and three thousand pounds, and made of metal like that. That's
0: and maybe
1: and with no, with no Nat, and this this genuinely blows my mind with no D E R.
0: So the the two theories I have there is one is just maybe the mind of a child that young is malleable enough you know can can you know kids play make-believe all the time they they form imaginary worlds and turn themselves into heroes or or whatever all the time maybe having a mind that young is able to easier easily more easily cope with this kind of change Um,
1: that's, that's a, that's a, God damn it. How do you fucking do this?
0: (laughs) The, the other theory, and maybe it's a combination of the two, or maybe it's neither. Uh, maybe Yuki was just that fucking good that
1: I, she like as far as the software engineer mm-hmm. she was like i'm i i personally believe that she was the best in her field like, i think so there's no too. other yeah. reason why why she would have been chosen for the black armory other than she was like the greatest software engineer on the planet
0: yeah so it, it could also have been by yuki's merits as a software engineer that she discovered a way to prevent der Um it, different than what Clovis had had done, uh, which is very likely, knowing the accomplishments of of Yuki and the founders. But is also just like, also mind blowing to think that she found a software way to get the human mind to be accepting of something like this.
1: Genuinely um, mind blowing. There, like that's that that is that's mind-blowing like the, the only exo in existence to not to not have been born out of the deep stone crypt
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and to be what she is to be a mobile foundry
0: like, so the the final uh kind of emotional cherry on top of all of this um We literally collect the Black Armory Papers in-game and Mm -hmm. give them to Ada1. And when you do give all of the Black Armory Papers to Ada1, you see her character model, which unfortunately I do not think it does anymore. It doesn't. But um, her character model literally takes on the uh, Radiance effect that the weapons have when they're charged by the obsidian accelerator
1: now there's a uh, reason for that yes do you remember the full quest line
0: well we we do recover the obsidian accelerator i remember that much yep. um but i don't remember if there's anything in particular if it, if she installs there's... it in herself or yep
1: she literally installs okay. it in the back of her head yep so that's that's and then that's what causes because if you don't do so that quest starts off as, as the quest for is right like as you're doing it yeah it starts off as the little puzzle box um, and you have to go collect all the keys for it and then you have to do some stuff and then and then you have to go into leviathan and, and kill some watchers and then you got to do some other stuff and and then eventually you get is burden mm-hmm. but then the quest continues on and most people basically quit once they got the gun they're like well I yeah. have my loot. i don't need anything else here Well, there's a little extra step that you go to Niobe Labs and and there's a little little battle there where um, you fight um, Taken that are shielded and the only way to break their shield is by using the Honed Edge shot from Izanagi's. So you have to activate the perk on Izanagi's, which is loading all four bullets into a single uh, bullet to shoot it to break its shield, and then you can do damage to it. I don't remember the name of those Taken so i'm curious if they have anything to do with anything or if they if there was just a nice cute little hey here's a little thing but then once you finish that you are awarded the obsidian accelerator and you bring that to ada and she there's a little scene there's a little little uh, cinematic scene where she picks you you put it on the desk and she picks it up and she installs it and she, this is like she's looking at it like she hadn't seen it in years which i mean at this point she obviously hadn't um, and then she installs it, and and is very grateful to the guardian. Uh, at that point, like that's that's the true point of trust there. Like, yeah. us us opening the forges for her and and rebuilding the forges for her and getting getting it to where the black armory can be up and operational again was huge. Like towards us, for us to recover this obsidian accelerator and bring it back to her and just give it to her, it's it's that's like full that's like coming full circle.
0: Yes so so here's 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 an extra little bit to that though um so absolutely bringing the obsidian accelerator back because she she knew that be by nature of being an exo uh that has not had any resets you know 801 um i could only assume that she has full memory of the day she was booted to current day um so she knows what the obsidian accelerator is Uh, She has all of those old memories that are talked about in these journals, but she has never seen these journals until we literally give them to her in-game, which means she did not know Henriette was her mother until we gave her this final entry in-game. So that is who knows how many years of... Yeah, you know, we we not only delivered the, the Obsidian Accelerator, but we delivered answers that she did not have until that moment. Yep. Uh, so yes, I, I agree. That that whole bit was the the moment of like you know guardians or, or Risen took everything away from her, but now a guardian is is giving her a lot of that back. Um, so, uh, almost, a cool moment. Almost
1: as a, almost as, as a, as a redemption moment for the, for the, for guardians to Ada. Like, it's yeah. like, yep. again, it's, that's hard to, it's hard to equate that because like the last we see of Henrietta, she's leading these guys. We're assuming she died. Like there's no other, there's no other reference of her in any other lore. She anywhere that I could find. Nope. So I, I very much believe that, that she has died i i believe that she put the obsidian accelerator in this puzzle box uh or or made it back to niobe labs and 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 hit it somewhere in there because of the fact that we had to go to niobe labs to get this uh to to retrieve it and bring it back to ada so i mean like there's there's so much unknown after that as as you know how did this thing get back to niobe labs how did it get to the puzzle box how did you know, why did we as guardians find it and discover it and all that other stuff. But then um, it, it, it's, it's funny because I, I know we're, I know we're hitting our, 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 our timestamp here, our, our two hour mark, but there's, there's one little extra, this, this is kind of like a quick uh, bonus episode uh, to finish off Ada's story and why she is now.
0: So yes, weaver. yes, absolutely. The pathfinding, I, uh, I'm, I'm going to, condense and paraphrase the pathfinding book but before that we have another little tidbit oh
2: shit
0: uh, that actually came out fairly recently this is with beyond light specifically the legacy's oath mask which i believe is the titan helmet uh, from oh, the deep stone crypt so this Hang is on. speaking Let me find it. <laughs> this is speak this is ada speaking in this lore card and I'm not going to read the entire thing, but just the, the main points uh, in the in you know, uh, interest of time. I carry a great potential inside to create, to forge. No one else can do what I do, and a part of me thinks I should keep it that way. I'm not sure I want to share this gift. It's a tremendous responsibility, this power. I know how to use it. Can I trust anyone else to do so reliably? Would this ability be corrupted, squandered, should others have access? I can already see the darkness manipulating it to its advantage. On the other hand, it would push Exos everywhere ahead technologically, elevating our standing and truly making us superior. I've always felt the last city could use more protection than the vanguard could afford. I could provide that, widespread, and make it readily available to all. March myself right into the Deepstone Crypt and use the Bray Exoscience Facility to its fullest capability. Stave off this dark night. The Armory is already known. It's a pointless institution if it's not providing help to those who need it. Yet, if I don't act now, there won't be anything left to preserve. The darkness will not yield. The guardians will require more from me. The armory needs to evolve. So. Not to be a stickler. It's the hunter helmet. (laughs) Is it the hunter? Okay. I just had the name, not the... uh not the the class um
1: it drives me nuts that they're all called legacy though yeah i I know they're the only ones that are like that like there's no other set that is that is the same across all three i don't think or maybe maybe that shadows well
0: yeah i I think there's a number of raids that that might do it but regardless what this entry tells to me is that Ada is implying she has the ability to essentially make every exo in existence like her, a walking, yeah. talking forge. yep Um, it's unclear what she does. I mean, I guess it's clear that she did not, because every exo in existence is not currently a walking, talking forge. Uh... Which is Some bullshit out
1: of <laughs> a walking, talking forge.
0: But maybe she has hidden the Obsidian Accelerator away again uh, in, while she tries to figure out like if this is something she should do. Uh, by nature of having access to the Deep Stone Crypt now, she apparently has the, the know-how to just go in there, plug the Obsidian Accelerator into whatever, and now Exos can be upgraded to be like her. That's kind of nuts. That is nuts. There's no kind
1: of about it. That is nuts.
0: Um, So, yeah, I thought that was a really cool little entry and a really interesting little lore point that is literally never talked about again. (laughs) Um, Because Ada does not... uh, Turn, uh, us, into walking, turn talking, us into walking, talking forges. <laughs> um, Ada decides that she's she's gonna make some shiny new clothes. Um, <laughs> so.
1: I mean, let's let's be real here. Uh, destiny is the true in game of destiny.
0: Yes, Ada is very up to date on player engagement numbers.
1: I mean, I mean, she is. So so. Okay, so begin bonus content. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, Ada now runs the 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 uh, the, 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 org, the, the, the the transmog system. The transmog system. The the loom, uh, whatever you want to call it. Synthesizer,
0: uh, armor synthesis, synthesizer, something like that. There yeah. you go.
1: There's there's a there's a set of words for you. There's a the thing. Um, and 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 the way she comes about this is very very interesting because it, it starts off with with obviously the darkness comes um and what we as players have come to call the great I don't, I don't do we have a name for it yet
0: i don't know that we do the the second the collapse sunset,
1: the second uh, collapse I, the... i'm gonna call it the second collapse like the great sunset event uh where half of destiny was taken away from us yeah um more than half uh and part of that being the forges so the, the forges it, 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 it is explained in game that the forges have been lost to darkness.
0: Well, uh, specifically that they, they've been destroyed. Um, yeah. So in, in the first entry of pathfinding, uh, paths end, uh, Ada is at the, what used to be Burgosia forge, um, uh, with a, with a fire team. Um, and more or less discovers that the forge has been, uh, presumably destroyed by fallen, trying to yep. scavenge it for parts or figure out how it works or uh, it's just rubble at this point point. Yep. and it's implied that every forage that they have been able to go visit uh has had similar results
1: it's like this and that's like and that's and i i remember that entry like she picks up a a, a chunk of i think of of, of obsidian mm-hmm. uh and like kind of mulls it over in her hands and it's like there's there's got to be something I can do with this. There's yeah. no way that this is going to be the legacy of the Black Armory. Like uh, this can't just be lost to time, again.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, so she you know discovers that these forges have been have been destroyed, and she is determined to recreate them essentially. Yeah. Uh, and so we come back to her in the tower in in her area of the tower as we know it, and she's got you know bits and pieces that she's collected from the forges and from other or the you know the forge locations and and other stuff um that she's found over time and uh has this giant book of uh you know black armory schematics and it is essentially trying to recreate the work of her mother and uh the the other two co-founders of the black armory on her own in a basement with limited resources uh and needless to say is is not doing so well at it um
1: yeah. so 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 much not doing so well at it that it's like she's trying to weld stuff and like she she she's she's welding and, and then she like you now. This I kind of attributed it as the strength of an exo. Like she she messes with it and it snaps in half, and she's like, "Damn it!" Just kind of throws it on the ground. Mm-hmm. In my head, I'm like, "This is just an exo that just snapped two pieces of metal that were just welded together in half, <laughs> like yeah. it was nothing." But but anyway, so Hawthorne comes over and, and Hawthorne kind of gives her some crap and is like, uh, uh, "Hey, you know what? What's what's going on?" And uh, you know, kind of making fun of her 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 area, kind of poking at her a little bit and Ada's just kind of getting annoyed with her and she's like can, can I help you with anything like <laughs> like go away and and Hawthorne's like I was going to ask you the same thing you know I could hear, hear you cussing everything out all the way up, up at my <laughs> little perch and uh, um, Ada kind of gives her this really dry like can you inter- interpret armory schematics the machine the parts needed to assemble them and Hawthorne's just like nah Probably can't. Nope. Can you convince Zavala to stop asking me when a forge will be operational again? Eh, I can't do that either. (laughs) (laughs) It just sounds like the answer to your question is no. Yeah. (laughs) And so it's, it's Like she's very much trying to get the forges again, like like, and she even says that the forges are my legacy. They were, they are my legacy. It yeah. is my responsibility to continue their operation. Zavala des- desire what Zavala's desires that are completely
0: um, are tangential, tangible.
1: yep, tangential. Uh, so, yeah. tangential.
0: So, she's not so doing not, it for him,
1: right? It just they, so happens just to, so happen so. to 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 align, and and so like. Hawthorne's very much like, okay, well, let me, let me see if I can help. Is, 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 is is there anything I can do type thing? Like he, I'm not real familiar with, with the, with the black armory, you know, was it, was it a dream to have the greatest gun the world's greatest gun oven? Like what, like, what is the armory? And so Ada kind of mulls that over for a bit and she kind of thinks to herself and she says the army was founded to stand against the darkness, to shield humanity when we couldn't count on others to do so. The forges were simply the tools we used. And um, Hawthorne kind of chimes in, "Well, so much for that. You know, the pyramids rolled in, and last I checked, Mars is still missing. So is Titan. So is Mercury." And and Ada kind of like. You asshole. Like yeah. did you really just come down here to, to antagonize me? And Hawthorne's like, all right, alright, 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 alright. Alright, alright, alright. <laughs> uh he's he's across the hall. Yeah. Um look, I I know we aren't friends or anything. I'm not sure you have any of those. But people around here talk a big game about putting humanity first. But then it's all about the guardians all the time. And and hot ha- we saw this from Hawthorne all throughout the Red War campaign. Mm-hmm. Where she's like, I'm not what? I'm not a guardian? Hey, right. you you light you light filled dicks. <laughs> We've been surviving out here without the light for hundreds of years. Yeah. We're fine.
0: We've been like, doing things with one life and we're still here. Like <laughs> We're still
1: here. Like and and so Ada kinda like, yeah, the devotion to light bears can seem fanatical um and then she says hawthorne says, but you're not like that ada and and ada kind of kind of thinks to herself again and and you know i i appreciate that sentiment uh uh soraya um but i'm not sure how that relates to the forges and hawthorne comes back with i think your voice is important to to have around here i want you to succeed but you might be holding on to the past too tightly and so and that that again kinda rubs Ada wrong again, like you presume to tell me how to carry on the armor's the armory's legacy? Like, who the fuck are you? This legacy is literally all I've known my entire life. Like,
0: well and my she has a died for this. Exactly. She has a an even more personal investment in this now because at this point in the story she has the Black Armory she has, papers. She knows she the, the whole story. story.
1: Everything. She's 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 like Excuse me, who the fuck are you? Like, yeah. it's very much that way, and and so Hawthorne kind of looks around and and like pointing at all the forge stuff around, and she's like, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not trying to tell you how your armor, your, the armory's legacy should be, but your founders didn't just wake up one day with forges on the brain. They started with a problem, then designed a solution as only they could. And Ada kind of thought about that for a bit, and and it kind of molded over, and was like, so you're suggesting I'm starting with a solution instead, like limiting my view. And Hawthorne says, I'm I'm saying I would understand it if it was hard to let go of all this when it's all you've ever known. And Ada kind of says, the idea of leaving forges behind is admittedly unnerving. And Hawthorne says, I get it, but the old methods aren't working. Maybe it's time to carry on your founder's legacy in your own way. And Ada kind of goes silent for a little bit, and. She thinks for a bit, little bit and she kind of looks back at her work and and, and says you know I, sh- I should get back to work thank you for the advice I, you know she, she genuinely appreciates it and kind of sticks her hand out for for a very stiff handshake <laughs> <laughs> and, and Hawthorne accepts the handshake and says good luck but maybe try to keep the noise down it really bothers my bird like so it's, it's Hawthorne genuinely trying to reach out to ADA and and tell her I get it. Mm-hmm. This is all you've ever known your entire life. This is all you've known to protect. I was very much the same way until gaul showed up. Now I had to change my views. I had to I had to rethink how I'm living my life and how I'm how I'm helping other people. And and she does it now by way of the clans, right? Like her yep. her her whole thing in game for for Hawthorne is clans. Like she's yep, all she manages the
0: clans. She's the clans, yeah,
1: very much. And, um, and so to bring guardians together as a as a as a group of people to do like minded things, and so for her to have that mindset, and then to come down to Ada and go, "Hey, look, I I get that you don't like this is all you've ever known your entire life, but maybe maybe now that the darkness is here. Maybe there's a new way to carry it forward. Maybe there's a new way to to kind of make that legacy your own because you are it. Like you you're you're the mm-hmm. last of your kind. It is now your legacy.
0: Yeah, and I I liked the parallels here that you can draw between Ada uh, and Henriette. Um, yeah. You can see, like, they both have that, you know, Henriette says in, in her final entry, like, I, she held on to the past too much. Like, she vested too much importance Absolutely. into past events. And Ada's kind of doing the same thing here. Or, or Hawthorne is saying Ada's doing the same thing. Like, you are so fixated on bringing back the black armory as it was in the past that you can't even think what it could be in the future. Um, and I, I really enjoyed this, this entry in particular, because a lot of the rest of the lore book is kind of fluff, to be honest. Um, there's, there's some, there's some interesting stuff with, with Ido, uh, but outside of that and not really, um, I really enjoyed this lore book entry in particular. It showed a lot of nuance. It showed a lot of character growth. However, all of this, all this, this lore entry in this lore book does is convince me that they did Ada dirty again <laughs> <did. I'm> so <laughs> because good. they, in, in these entries, they're talking about Ada is struggling with this, like, uh, I, how do I carry on this legacy of, of wanting to protect you know the everyday person that can't protect themselves how do I how do I you know if I'm not going to make weapons in a forge like what is what do I turn to to provide you know the same kind of mission and apparently the answer is to turn guardians into Ken dolls Uh, (laughs) Yeah. yeah there's such a disconnect between what her role is now and what her motivations are in yep. the lore it, uh, it really just leaves a sour taste in my mouth to be honest
1: well it's it's interesting cuz like the the next century talks about her going to Rahul and asking for 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 information information like, like information and stuff and and Rahul's being himself he's like yeah I have whatever I'll get to it when I get to it it's going to take or three, three weeks
0: i love oh, how oh, rahul is canonically a dick like <laughs> he
1: is he is canonically a dick like Everything about him is very much—he's a dick. But at the, at the very end of the entry, you know, um, he finally asks, you know, what, what were the—he's—he's—he's, he's, he's, you know, telling her kind of, kind of go away as he's going through whatever he's looking for, and, and he kind of stops for a second. And he's like, "What were the names that you're you're querying against again?" And he and she says, "Henriette Marin, Yuki Sato, and Helga Rasmussen." And Rahul's just like, "Huh. You may be in luck. It seems our interests have overlapped," because he lifted he, he the last name. Uh, the Rasmussen, Helga Rasmussen, was apparently connected to whatever he was looking at at the time. So it's, oh. it's just, it like, I do love that he's canonically a dick. <laughs>
0: <Like>. <laughs> yeah. This does leave a little tidbit of, like, what was Rahul looking for connected to Helga Rasmussen, Black Armory founder and previously Clovis Bray technician? Like, yeah. No literally no idea. Uh, I don't know. But he he was digging no into something apparently.
1: <clears throat> and then from from there Ada goes to the uh uh to the Lickney quarter um and and meets with with Ido. Uh um and and it's a very it was it was a very it's so okay, so from me and my viewpoint of my time in the army and this this was very much It felt to me as an American going in to an Iraqi person's home and having a meal with them and sitting down and having a meal with them. And that's like there's there's very even even just like sharing tea with 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 an Iraqi person or, or or or. I, I I don't know much about Afghanistan because I wasn't there. I I, I was only in Iraq, um, but the interactions that you have there, you you very much build rapport first, and then you talk business. And 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 the all all the everything about this entry felt very much like that about me, or, or to me rather. It, it it was very much of Ada coming over to the Elyxni quarter quarter, going into their houses. And just kind of, like, not truly, like, it, she didn't, it, it, it wasn't like an instant information type thing. It was very much, they had this, they had this nice little interaction between the two of them. And, and Ido has these, has, has a lot of indirect answers, right? Like. You know, like there, there's a lot of there's 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 no <laughs> all these all the all everything that's said between Ada and Ido is very much like indirect. Like there's mm-hmm. you know it's like one will mention one thing and another one, the then the other one kind of comes back with a little like Lixney type saying and then the one comes back and and says something and then the Lixney comes back. Oh, you know it's always about gums and. And, and then Ada comes back, you know, oh, we, we, we know you're no weapons... To, you, we know you're no strangers to weaponsmithing, and, you know, true, you know, we we both, our arsenals stand together in the shadow of the Great Machine, like, it's very... They're very much having this, like... It... it, it, it there's, there's no direct until the very end, mm-hmm. when it's just straight up, like, the whole time, it's very much just kind of the back of them back and forth, and... And, uh... She, as Ada, like, Ada finally kind of like, okay, it's whatever, I'll leave then. Um, and and at, at, right before she leaves, Ido kind of hands her a, a thing and says, this is something we found at the Bray Archives. It's not what you were looking for, but it may help decide where to walk next. And that kind of strikes Ada as like the, oh, o- okay. Uh, okay. Um, thanks. I you know appreciate it type thing. And 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 she says, "Are are you?" Ada says, "Are you sure this is a good idea to give this to me? How how will it look to your allies? You helping me like this?" And Ido says, "It will look like unity." And that that to me was another like that's it, it. Very much what I feel was a lot of our interactions as Americans on Iraqi soil, interacting with the Iraqi people. And it's, it was very, very, very – like this one re- – I don't know why this one hit – I mean, I, obviously I know why it hit so close to home for me. But it was a very, very touching one uh, to me and the, and the way the whole thing was handled between Ada and Ido. Um, uh, the, the legacy of the Forge and the Elixni people who are just looking for a home and looking for friends and looking to be accepted. And it's, there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of parallels that can be drawn there from Ada wanting to be accepted and, 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 and wanting to have her own thing and from the Elixir people wanting to be accepted and to, and to have skills that they can bring to the table, uh, not just as a, as a, as a group of refugees, but as a, as a, a people that has a lot of knowledge that all, all we need to do is ask Mm -hmm. and, and, and we as guardians can can live peacefully with them. So it's it's it was very it was very to me it was a very touching uh entry there. Uh which then leads into the last one. Hmm. Um where it's it says uh, Lewis was the first to know data, which is the little bird. That's that's Hawthorne's little bird. Yeah, a little bird uh, that
0: freaks out every time you go talk to him <laughs> He
1: goes full on corruption every time. And it freaks me <laughs> out but it's like Lewis are you are you uh are you darkness?
0: Lewis darkness? is Sabatun.
1: Lewis Oh no, now for a while there, Eva Levante <laughs> was <with> Sabatun.
0: <laughs> but
1: she's not in the tower right now, so Sabatun needs a presence in the tower, so now it's back to being Lewis. Uh so she goes down and visits Ada and and um so you know, they she's kinda looking out from the city. Or, or sorry, I think uh, I think Ada's actually come up to to um Hawthorne's perch because they're looking out over the city, um, and you know she kind of jokes back, you know like, "Oh, was I making too much noise down there?" And and Hawthorne's like, "No, it was way too quiet." And Ada just says, "You know things have been going very, very have been going more smoothly as of late." So she's she's Hawthorne's very happy to hear it and says, "So what's what's the answer? Centuries old research on matter programming left behind by a megalomaniac." and <laughs>
2: If yeah. A yeah.
1: Of words. <laughs> <laughs> Hawthorne is just kind of like, "Whoa, sounds like a trip." <laughs> and he was like, "It has been. I feel quite changed. I feel quite changed by this experience." And Hawthorne says, "Changes can be good." And Ada's kind of thinks for a bit, and and uh, she says, "There was one thing from our last conversation that struck that stuck with me." Um. And Hawthorne says, "Only one? Well, that's kind of disappointing." And he said, you, you, you said you weren't sure if I had any friends. And Hawthorne's like, uh, uh, look, I didn't mean anything. And she's like, if I'm being honest, social connections has never been my strong suit. Is what Ada kind of says back to her. And Hawthorne says, I, I know that it can be scary to put yourself out there, especially with everything you've been through. And Ada kind of thinks about her words for a bit and says, it can be, but I'm finding this new journey to be a little less daunting. And when I'm willing to walk it, and when I'm willing to walk it with others, and Hawthorne says, huh, sounds like a pretty good lesson. And so she, Ada kind of sits for a bit and, and and takes a deep breath, which is just an odd thing for Nexo to do. But she lets the air fill her chassis. She says, I should probably get back down there. I have a lot of work ahead of me. Uh, and Hawthorne ends it with, don't be a stranger. You come up from your cave more often, you might find you have more friends than you think. And so that's what that's what leads Ada into making the forge and or making the, the loom rather, the synth weave loom. So for a for a canonical reason albeit a shitty one
2: because <laughs> I'm with
1: you on this one, man, to go from making goddamn black armory weapons, weapons that define I mean how, how many times did you get blown away by Blast Furnace?
0: Oh, yeah. Well,
1: well I mean, Hammerhead was a beast when it came out. Hammer, hammerhead was all I used for like two years.
0: Well, and not even that, but just it flies in the face of Ada's philosophy, even the philosophy expressed in the Pathfinding lore book. Yeah. Like. She talks about, you know, what was, was the original purpose of the Black Army to, to be, you know, gun printing machines. Like, no, it was to help people that could not otherwise defend themselves, themselves be protected. And somehow that transitions into make guardian <laughs> so that's armor look different.
2: That's <laughs> <laughs> that
1: is, that is like a huge stretch. Like 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 I I get the dress needs the end game, but what about making it look different or pretty <laughs> is helping the defense of it, right? I mean, if we have a dance off, maybe. Well, and and, and she even and we've talks. Seen, so we've, we've seen now. Now, to be fair, we have seen, at least in Hollywood, evidence that dance offs are very <laughs> important. Okay. look at Guardians of the Galaxy you remember the yeah, very end yeah. of the first one when Star-Lord and he's against the guy and he just starts doing a dance-off and he's like what this dance-off like let's go come on and so I mean dance-offs are very important so if dance-offs are very important to ending battles with great beings of power maybe Ada's on to something maybe our final form uh, against the darkness is just to be the prettiest goddamn Guardian we can
0: I really, really hope that they. I mean, just give, <laughs> give, give Eververse, give give Tess the fucking synthesizer, and like give Ada a purpose that isn't just a cash grab, because her character deserves so much more. So than much this. more.
1: So uh, much more. Like the the everything she's been through everything she's lost every everything about her character says that she needs to be a weapon forger again and i and i i hope it, going back to kind of our prediction of the siva mm-hmm. i hope that siva plays that ada plays a role with siva and that the two of them come together and ada sees this as the final like oh shit, I can make SIVA do whatever the fuck I want. I'm just going to have it build a forge for me. And then I'll start forging weapons again to where we can protect ourselves again. I hope, 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 I wish, I hope, I hope, I wish <laughs> that that is how it goes. But time will tell.
0: Time will tell. That, that's the only problem I see with bringing SIVA back in a controlled state is it? it can do anything. Like, literally anything it, It's hard to have a threat okay. or have a supply okay. problem okay. when you okay. can just magic it into existence.
1: Okay, okay, Follow me for just two seconds on this little journey before we end this one. All right we've gone since since we've gotten our bonus, we've gotten several bonus episodes into this one. Yes. Uh, Siva can create anything, right? Like literally mm-hmm. anything. what and, and we know anything that isn't 4- organic. We know that weapon forging is coming.
0: Yes, we what do. What if
1: Siva has a part to play in that? Maybe not in the T- first season. Maybe, maybe not right off the bat. Maybe yeah. not right off the the witch queen path. But maybe in a, <sighs> in season two, season three of, of, of next year. Maybe Which, so. I know they're not season two and three. I'm not sure we're on.
0: Yeah.
1: Whatever. We're, we are currently in Season 4 of year of Beyond Light. That's what I think of it as. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe in Season 2, maybe in Season 3, we might have a SIVA and ADA team
0: up. I More mean, even if SIVA doesn't come into play, if they make ADA in charge of weapon forging, then that actually makes some sense.
1: I <laughs> uh, would love it. I would like absolutely that, love it.
0: That if does seem... Age,
1: if nay not the entire loom if tess eververse moves her happy ass out to the loom and it's like I'm here to present to you, Guardian, and Finchurch's seven soon, and blah blah blah
0: blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> that accomplishes a ton of things because a nobody visits Tess in person anyway. They just go to the store tab in the director. Nobody even goes down there. And the only everyone go down there
1: is goddamn drifter, and everyone <laughs> wants him dead anyway.
0: And everyone that does have things to do in the tower worth mentioning, like going to the postmaster, or you know, getting prime engrams, or going to the bank are all so sick of hearing Tess run her goddamn mouth. <laughs> so just put her in the basement.
1: I, so, so I gave her a thumbs up. Good for you. Uh, Good for you, Tess.
0: Just get rid of her. Just put her somewhere fucking,
1: else. Fucking Tess. Uh,
0: Look,
1: she wanted to express herself, so I gave her a thumbs up. I, nobody cares nobody fucking cares Tess
0: Tess is the canonical reason why guardians jump off the tower
1: you're not wrong you are not wrong you are not wrong Tess and Rahul the two of them yep. can just go to the annex just go to the annex just go live in the annex Yeah. like like we know nobody wants to be in the annex it's, it's just like in the office like Michael Scott doesn't want to go to the annex because that's where Holly was and it's and it's a poofy place and it smells back there and Toby's there now. Like if 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 Rahul and Tess can just be Toby and Smelly Annex, fine.
0: <laughs> yes. So I think I think that is the ultimate takeaway from this episode. Uh, Rahul's a dick, it's canon <laughs> and Tess needs to live in the basement.
1: In the basement. Speaking of which, I, the other day, I, I this is okay. This is the last story <laughs> uh, uh, before we sign off here. Um, I went down to the old area where uh, Benedict ninety nine used to be, right? Uh, where mm-hmm. during Halloween, there's a bunch of like floating shit in there, and it's genuinely creepy. Uh, there's a couple of elixnies down there, just chilling.
2: Oh, and okay. I
1: thought I thought it was a nice little like, hey. Maybe you guys should go help the two guys that are trying to get a fucking drink out of the goddamn vending machine. <laughs> I want to give those two X. Ex- I I want that to be the end of this season. The last thing we do, the live event, is the soda popping out of that vending machine and the XOs just blowing their mind going, holy shit, <laughs> what is this magic? How, how in the light did you do this? Like, that would be, that would be beautiful, I think. But yeah, so that that yes. is that is the story of Eight to One and and the legacy of the Forges and the Black Armory. Um, this is officially our last broadcast on PlayStation Network. Uh, we will be moving to Discord starting next week, uh, just because we have a lot more options there uh, as far as recording and and broadcasting and stuff like that. Um, so next week, uh, and we're gonna have to have a. A few conversations with with some people on, on where we're actually hosting the set but we will have it all sorted out by broadcast time monday uh, yep. more than likely noon on monday uh of what we're going to do so um with that i i will start our our thank yous uh thank you to both eclipse and alpha for being here uh from the beginning uh i know i know alpha usually dips out pretty early but i know he likes to stick around and, and listens to our stories throughout the week uh uh, and Eclipse, thank you for for being able to re rehost, re- continue to host, at, or produce. At, intro, I don't know. <laughs> thank you. Um. Uh, I know. Um. Oh, who else jumped in here? I I think Big Scotty's in here now. Uh, thank you, Big Scotty, for for joining us tonight. Uh. uh obviously, thank you to Miss. I, this I I love absolutely love our philosophical debates we have on here and the and the ideas you come up with and the theories that you i if if your theories aren't canon i you sure you don't work for bungie
0: sadly i am but of it (laughs) (laughs) i wish otherwise some days
1: But yeah, I I it this this I I love I love our Monday nights together. Uh, Myth, do you have anything?
0: Now that that, as usual, you've covered all the bases. Um, and say, I uh, I look forward to seeing what our our next broadcast will be about. Do we know what our next broadcast is going to be about?
1: I have a few thoughts. Okay. Uh, we, we we kind of ended Aldrin's story on on the death of Aldrin, and I mm-hmm. kind of want to go into the crow. Uh, I think we're there's, at there's,
0: a a point that we could now. Uh, he's kind especially of
1: especially with what happened this last week.
0: Yeah yeah. There's there's been not, not an ending to that, but there's there's been a pause where we could tell that story. Um, I,
1: I, we we like depending on what happens this next week in Destiny, it may be a crow. Uh, a crow Monday. Um, yeah, might I can get crow behind Monday. that. But uh, otherwise, there, there's 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 a few others that I've been thinking of too. Like, uh, uh, um, oh, what was the one I was looking at the other day? Uh, well, obviously the nine, the nine, the mm-hmm. light and the dark. Like all of those have been ones that that I kind of wanted to cover.
0: Yeah, um, those compared... would all be biggies. Varicks would be um, an interesting one, yeah. The,
1: uh, at least, at least his time from, uh, like how the escape kind of happened and, mm-hmm. and what happened to him on on his way to being, you know, out in out in Europa, <laughs> and and going crazy. Um. There's there, there's a few others like, there's some, there's some that I don't know that that we could full that. Are fully appreciated on their own. Like Legacy's Lament, um, yeah. is one that that uh, um, it's it's a good one. It's it's definitely a good one, but I I don't know that it can.
0: Right, like
1: you know, like I, like I, that that one's very, told very well in game, but it's also um, very good on its own. Uh, but I think that ties way too much in with the exos themselves and so obviously so much to like the exos <laughs> is going to be like a 40 part episode like there's no yeah i i i i think we're going to end up doing crow next week i think that's going to be the, the uh, way to go
0: that sounds like a a good a good uh good one to to come back to especially given the current season's events So uh, I'm fine with that. Uh, regardless of where we end up, um, streaming things, be it, uh, you know, discord or, or somewhere else. Uh, at least the last two episodes, the most relevant and the one before will always be up on our Podbean, uh, which gets posted to our internal chat whenever we finish. So if you are not in a situation where you can catch, uh, wherever we happen to be, like, you can playstation chat uh you can still view the or listen to the recordings there
1: good good plug for ourselves (laughs) yeah yeah i'm
0: learning this whole content creator thing
1: (laughs) love it love it fucking love it uh nice job guys so from from all of us uh thank you eclipse uh so from all of us lore nerds uh to all of you guardians out there uh thank you and we'll see you out there